Welcome to the Fuck That Fight Up Podcast. Happy to have you calling in. I, uh, we've got a, a great authority that you're an amazing individual to talk to. Welcome. I hope. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> and here he is to tell us all about the stories from the it's great a, white north. Stealing inspection stickers from police cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically southern Canada. So it doesn't really count. Pretty much. It's pretty much Southern Canada. I mean, we got the fake novelty IDs for 70 bucks from across the border, and we could buy alcohol at 15. Thank you, Canada. Oh, Canada. My <laughs> Oh, Jesus. If you live closer, we totally get arrested. <laughs> but I've done that by myself. I don't need a partner. Yeah, you do. People, the cops love me. We would have get out. We'll get out. <laughs> oh, dude, I remember I uh, I lived on the west side of uh, right in the middle. Did you just go boop in New York State? And then that city starts with a Greek name. Yeah, <laughs> that one, <laughs> the one that runs with no, yeah, in the middle. <laughs> but uh, there was uh, I should be asshole. Uh, the second second story in the west side, and there was this lady. She come up banging on the door. It was a two family house. We lived on the bottom and the top, right? I lived on the top. This lady come up the stairs through the foyer, banging on the door. It's like three in the morning. We open the door, and she's screaming, "You can't take my son to Florida!" I don't have any kids. There's no kids in the house. <laughs> Bitch, you crazy? I have a, I have a taser. But you're 75. I feel bad. <laughs> so I just shut the door. And the next day, I walked around, you know, doing my business, whatever, whatever. And I found a cop. And I said, hey. He's kind of startled at first because you don't really hey a cop in the ghetto. But I hate him. <laughs> right before he shot me, he was like, oh, shit, he's white. And then uh, I went to talk to him. I said, dude, what am I doing in this kind of situation? Like, there's these people banging on my door, and, uh, you know, there's a front door, and they can go through that, but that's not really my house that's kind of like upstairs, downstairs, you know, the little area. But they come upstairs, and they knock on my door. Can I tase them? And he's like, well, did they go past your threshold? And I was like, you mean the, the little piece, the, the medieval word, where we, we just kind of keep the hay in our house? And he's like, yeah, that thing. I go, oh. <laughs> so if they pass it, you could tase them. And I was surprised to be told by a cop that it was okay to tase somebody, which is illegal to have in New York, period. You can't have a fucking taser. Which is stupid. Like, yeah. Sure, it's you can tase them if it's in your own house. I don't know you have a taser. What are you talking about? So you were basically saying, come here, Nana. Come here. Just six more fucking inches. Come here. Come here. Let me let you ride the lightning. You see that wrinkly little toe, that toenail you haven't cut in 17 months? Just put that over the fucking thrash. <laughs> Give me a little. You're gonna lean forward so you fall inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll jump statue. It's okay. Good stuff. Come here, smell my fingers. Reach, 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 reach. Come on, reach, reach, reach. Her pacemaker. Boom! Explodes. Oh, the hospital for that, huh? <laughs> Her chest pops like a meat balloon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the guy I lived with, he, 
we had a mouse problem there. And granted, we lived next to a building that was, I don't know, fucking 16 bedrooms. Big old mansion, like, right? Like something you'd see in the old city. Abandoned. So, yeah, rats and homeless crackheads took it over. Sometimes, yeah, as they do, sometimes the crackheads would take two stank of a shit. The rats would need somewhere else to be for a couple hours. They come to our place. That's a natural exterminator. Oh my god! They never thought about that in the city. Important crackheads to get rid of them. (laughs) You, uh, you, you met the guy, Rich, the the Puerto, the Puerto Rican guy in Syracuse. You met him. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. One of the mice. He found a mouse. He put the whole. He put Dawn dish soap all around the sink. Cause he kept and he left food in the in the sink by the drain, and so he put on this soap all around the same steel sink, so the the mouse couldn't get out. He just keeps slipping. Uh, yeah, so he, he, he caught the mouse in the morning. I'm drunk, hungover as fuck. I, I fuck me, man. Leave mouse. me alone. It's six in the morning. He's waking me up before work. Yo, dude, I got the mouse. I got the mouse. Tase it. He's got the mouse in a wet washcloth. He's, he's been Chinese water torturing the mouse. There's a mouse, a wet washcloth. Like, okay, let me start over. There's me with a taser. Like, I have a taser. There's a mouse soaking wet. New York samurai sword. And then his skin, his wet skin. And he's sitting here as an adult, sober, first thing in the morning, going, tase the mouse. Not understanding how electricity works. My biggest regret in life is not teasing the mouse. Oh, oh you should have fucking gave it. I should have done it. The mouse would have been perfectly fine. Oh, it would have been hilarious watching him piss himself. The mouse wasn't oh, grabbing. The mouse would have been, mouse would have been fine. Oh. <laughs> it would have been him. Oh, he needed it. He would have got cooked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking crying over here, Bob. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Just eat a baker's dozen of fucking sausage links. <laughs> okay. Pound the chest and right to right to right rhythm. Like, just like that, you can avoid the heart attack. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness, you guys. Get me all riled up here. I need a drink. So, You're way behind. Huh? <laughs> I, think I'm on, I think I'm on eight. <laughs> oh, this is America. Oh shit! Oh shit! I got a fucking I got an electrical story. I just remembered this shit. Holy crap! I think I blocked this shit out because the dude got hurt. Okay, anyway, <laughs> dude, that's just scary to see though, isn't it? It smells bad too. Oh, so, no shit. There we were. VW fucking van, like the old style VW van. And we're cruising along like (laughs) we're cruising (laughs) along South we're cruising along South Texas just catching fucking various snakes. Because I was with this guy, his name is John Hollister, right? I think he's dead now. But he was like a really big famous snake, like uh, herpetologist, right? Back in the day. Really (laughs) famous guy. Anyway, we end up herpes, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Learn about all these really fucking badass snakes. You're like, it was really cool. It was kind of neat to be like, uh, like this guy, like you don't understand, like back in the day, he was the first person to have like domesticated fucking lions. And so he would like walk his lions down the streets of fucking Arlington, Texas. Yeah. Like, Fuck that. That's just yeah. okay, No, nice. like, like on leashes and shit. 
He was in I'm charge sorry. of the fucking Arlington Zoo back in the day, and he was had a great. He was it was really cool. He do it for like publicity and shit like that. And they were like like big. He's like he was the one who taught me that if it if it lives in a pack, it's something that's easily domesticated as long as you know you're not a douche to it. Uh, and then, like, but if it's, if it's like a singular old. animal, yeah. If it's a singular animal, you know you're gonna get fucking eaten. So, uh, and he would show, you know, he'd demonstrate the shit. Anyway, cool guy. Well, uh, so we were like in the middle of fucking nowhere, and uh, we took this new guy with us when we picked up because he had like, uh, uh, we met him at this like herpetology show where he, this guy was trying to buy a bunch of freaking like random shit. We were like, okay, like, do you know what to do with it? And he was like, yeah, no, like I love snakes. We're like, hey, you know, tell you what, uh, you seem pretty cool. If you pay for gas, because we were broke. Uh, we'll take you and go look for fucking snakes. He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Huh? Fills up the fucking gas tank. We take him with it. Dude reaches down outside of Ira and Texas. Middle of fucking nowhere. Oil-filled country. Looks like the, the fucking craters of the moon, right? Like, it looks like uh, uh, it looks like a really shitty part of fucking Iraq, honestly. But it's called Ira Ann because it was named. It was settled by some dude named Ira and some chick named fucking Ann. And we go, we go down there, and the dude catches a uh, what's called a uh, southern copperhead. Right? He catches the damn thing with his fucking hand. It turns around and bites the shit out of him. And. This was not long after they had posted that thing saying that, hey, you could denature the proteins in venom with electricity. And uh, John was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. I'm not driving. I'm fucking drinking. I'm like, that looks like a snake, little buddy. Go catch it, you know? And uh, so we end up taking, like, John ends up grounded to the fucking, like, uh, like the, the 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 frame of the vehicle, and the other one putting on the fucking alternator. What and, the fuck is going on? Yeah. So and he was Robert like, between them and there. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, he was like, okay, now this is probably gonna hurt a little, and like the dude, like, because he got bit right on the freaking like pointer finger, grabs the two ends. He's like, ah, boom, and then falls down. Right, like, and then we're like, okay, well, that must have worked. And we're like, you know what, man? He gets up, he's like, oh my god, I think I shit pissed myself. Like, it really put out, like, alternators put out a shitload of freaking electricity, right? Yeah, one end is a killer guy. He's a he's a lucky bloke. Yeah. <laughs> well, that reminds- the fucking John looks at him. He's like, hey, you know what? Just to be sure. <laughs> you <should probably laughs> do it again. You should probably do it again. So the guys, the guys, fucking crying, right? Like he's crying, like he's bawling his fucking eyes out. He's got burn marks on his fucking head, right? He's like, my my feet hurt. He ended up having burn marks on his heels. (laughs) Just he went to the ground, and he was like, "Do I have to?" We're like, "You gotta be certain. You gotta be certain." And so he goes over there, bawling his fucking eyes out, grabs it again, and falls over. Now, to this day, I don't know if it was the electricity or the fact that it's just a southern copperhead and their bites, like, 
maybe four bee stings. <laughs> you know, like the the we on a scale of one to ten, they're like a point three. Listen, listen, man. <laughs> can, can you afford therapy? <laughs> if the answer is no, <laughs> right? You know, on, a, on a slightly similar note, that reminds me that, that when I was eight years old, the time I found out my dad was an asshole that couldn't be trusted. You found out early. Imagine eight-year-old Sarge running around the yard, having a good old time. Dad's out there working on a lawnmower, trying to get it going. You you get the, hey, boy, come here. Hold on to this wire. And he pulls a fucking rope. (laughs) He's going to see if there was fucking electricity going to it. Jesus Christ. He he got him 20 fucking times with the one pull. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting fired. Okay, that's narrowed down. Oh my lord! You can't fake it, son. You can't fake it. Oh, oh, hold on to this wire. There's no way I would trust that man again in anything. Oh, never, 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 never. No. Hold on to it. No, get out of here. You're like I'm choking. I'm like good. <laughs> good one, fucker. Yeah. 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 Turn it blue. I bet you practice that one. Oh, I'll come back tomorrow. Have a sip of my have a sip of my beer. Fuck you. I never want that in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never God. did anything fucked Whatever up. Whatever doesn't to my kill boys you makes like you that. stronger, right? I never did anything fucked up to my boys like that. Now I would send them to do like okay, like I do I, my punishments were fucking epic, right? Like, but like as far as fucking with them is like to get them hurt, nothing. Okay, so one time, okay, my son, um, my youngest son was a bit of a dick. And uh, I don't know where he gets it from, right? Uh, <laughs> anyway, this dude, like, because I, I had just got done teaching the boys, like, knife fighting skills. Like, like hardcore knife fighting stuff. And you and still haven't so, learned. Well, the, the boys, they were, <laughs> like, the, the older one was smart enough to know that, okay, it's cool. But like the younger one, he would take he he went to his private ass fucking school with his goddamn marker and would throw it at people and be like, on guard, you know, like and like want to knife fight them with a fucking permanent marker. But they're wearing uniforms and the fucking uniforms are expensive. So like this was like we just got done with like a, a one week professional knife fighting course that we flew we flew out to go take right. So it's a really really nice knife fighting course. And uh, we come back, and he's, like, all fucking pumped, the youngest one is. So now he's trying to, like, you know, knife fight everybody in his fucking school. Well, I get a call from the fucking teacher, like, hey, uh, you know, Mr. So-and-so, Mr. Farrell, um, we're going to need you to come in, and you're going to need to pay for all of these uh, uniforms that your your son marked up with a black uh, permanent marker. And I was like, holy shit, because it came out to be, like, four or $5,000. It was a lot of money. And uh, I was, I was so pissed. So I've been I pissed took, too. Mm, uh, when I he got home, declare bankruptcy over that shit. When yeah. he got home, I we have those those big two uh, wheel wheelbarrows. You know, like they have like the wheels because they're designed to carry really heavy loads. So I took, I let the fucking air out of the wheelbarrows, and I sat cross legged <laughs> in the fucking wheelbarrow, and with like you know a bottle of fucking scotch. And I made him drag me around the inside of the fucking horse pins 
and the freshly plowed fucking dirt. I was like, you can't be smart. You're going to be strong, boy. Never. No. And then uh, I, he wanted, he just begged me, begged me to beg me to, the same boy, my youngest, begged me to take this uh, um, animation class because he wanted to be an animator, right? He wanted to like work for Disney or animation. And I was like, yeah, man, that's good money. You can fucking totally take the animation class. I'll go and I'll like, you know, I'll, I'll do a bunch of contract tractor work and, and I'll do this. And I'll pick a couple of extra shifts up on the, uh, you know, an ER and stuff like that. And, and I'll make it happen because the stupid ass course was like $12,000 and it was, it was taught by the college and you came out with a, with a certificate. Okay. So it was taught by the college, but it was to the, like, you know, the high school kids. Yeah, he was real smart, real smart fucking boy to this day. Real smart boy. He dumbass. He would get done with his fucking homework and then run around and like unplug other people's computers. <laughs> <laughs> Little shit bag. All right. Oh, so fuck. that's called like eliminating you know, competition. Man. Like yeah, exactly. So I went and I spread out my biggest blackest tarp, like this big black tarp, and I took. And now we're we're out in West Texas at this time, the, like just with my big old John Deere, like big scoops of dirt, and just poured them on this tarp. And I made a fucking mountain that was like probably eight feet tall. And I gave him a fucking half gallon cur jar, you know, like a big old ball jar, like uh, just a half gallon jar and a goddamn Barbie spoon, like a tea set spoon. I told him find me only the white grains of sand. And it's like red dirt sand out there. It took him about 28, 30 hours of hard labor to find, to fill up only white grains of sand out of all that shit into that one half gallon jar. It took him a good solid week of his suspension because he was suspended for the fucking week, right? And so uh, it took him that, that whole time, like maybe 30 hours of work. To this day, it's one of my proudest... Uh, Proudest thing, man. I still got please. that fucking jar. Oh, I was gonna say, please, please, please tell me that you took that jar and poured it right back into the pile of dirt when you got done with it. Fuck no, I got that. <laughs> I'm gonna save that forever. Poured it's, it right in there and kicked it over. It's oh. beautifully fucking white. It's just like pearly ass ivory fucking white pieces of yeah. little tiny like silica. Like those uh, old army where they make you dig a hole all fucking day and then the next day you fill in holes all day. It was it was because of that kid. That we used to have a punishment system based on distance and rocks. So we had rocks from the field that were all pretty uniformly like uh, uh, bowling ball size. And I, I would name, like, I'd be like, four black. You know, like when they did something fucking stupid. That means they had to take four of them fucking rocks, however they wanted to carry them, in five-gallon buckets, one at a time, whatever, and take them to the flag of that color. The black flag is a 1,000 yards. And they just stack and send the bitches back up. Then, you know, it would just be whenever they do something stupid, like, you know, oh, he stabbed me with a pencil, or oh, he shaved my eyebrows off, you know? I would just, <laughs> I would yell a fucking number and the color of the flag. And they didn't get to do anything else until those the, those rocks made it to where they were, they were supposed to go. But, uh, it's just my punishment. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, they, they, my kids were so well behaved. They'd be like, 
why are your kids so well behaved? I was like, because if they're not going to be smart, they're going to be strong, real strong. <laughs> Make them an ox. Mm. Strong like bull. Like Vladimir, you take three bullets, you keep going, but grenade to face from drone, not so much. Not right. so much. <laughs> Explosion ratio three to one, Kabinka, and you're <laughs> <nose. laughs> How many times did your daddy make you hold that wire? Sixty-six times. I don't remember. Oh shit! You you could have been president, but you had to get shocked by the fucking wire. And now you're on this podcast. <laughs> that, that, that was from the movie Great Outdoors. The dude that got struck by lightning. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I've never had anybody struck by lightning. Never had a patient struck by lightning. Never well, what's the weirdest? Our house got struck by that shit and it lit on I, fire. I have been struck by lightning before. You were oh. fu- what the fuck? Yeah, oh, I was, wow, that's... I was about, about tell us that fucking it, it, story. Okay, eight year old me got it from a spark plug, right? Well, nine year old me a my, gra- my grandpa's farm. And my grandpa was a carpenter and he had built his own house and one whole end of his house was this giant room with nothing but windows all the way on three sides of it and a giant table for the whole family to eat at, right? Cool. Well, this is huh. this is you know, Florida and uh a, a storm was rolling in. He said, hey, boy, go out there and shut all the windows in the sunroom, he always called it. So I'm going, and I'm shutting windows one after another, running around. And I get to the end of the room where the outdoor kitchen was, and there's a big tree right outside that window. And just as I reach up to shut that window, lightning hits that tree. And it <laughs> picks me up and propels me backwards and slid me like 15 feet backwards along that table that was in that room. <laughs> Oh man, it lit me up, boy. Prior to that, you were probably going to be the most, you're probably going to cure cancer. It didn't. <laughs> the weird thing is, it didn't hurt. It just picked me up and just threw me. It was strange. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing about sudden pain is like when something happens that's real fucking bad, like you bust yeah. your collarbone or something, everyone's like, dang, that must have hurt. And what do you mean, dude? It just felt like a lot of pressure and heat, man. Yeah, and then you know, all the adults come running out there. They hear the big boom. They're like, "What happened?" Like, I got struck by lightning. They're like, "Yeah, whatever," you know. And then they notice the tree on fire outside the window. Like, oh no, yeah, I'm maybe awesome. you did. <laughs> That's gonna affect prices right later. God dang it, so bitch! <laughs> Get back up on the roof and move that antenna, Jake. You put fuck. your braces back on, Billy. <laughs> God damn, Grandma's gonna be all happy. <laughs> there, were, there was always some kind of fuckery going on at my grandpa's house. It just—it never ceases to have fun. He's the character. Uh, Our house man. got struck by lightning. Uh, my mother's house. My parents were fucking split up, but I stayed at my mother's <coughs> during the summer. When her house got struck by lightning, the back porch got hit. The whole fucking shit started burning down. All of us kids woke up. There was nine of us fuckers. 
We wake up, we're like, holy fuck, we don't know what's going on, we're all running around, we don't know what to do, we gotta grab the fucking PlayStation, how the hell are we gonna play Pow Rap or the Rapper if God's burning the shit down? We're running out with our skateboards and being fucking retards, and what's my stepdad doing? Pissing on a TV in the closet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, that, that went a turn I was not expecting. <laughs> oh, you got me there. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, they only they only burned the back porch. The rest of the house was fine, but we were just kids. We were fucking scared. If I had but, a nickel for every time I saw somebody pissing on a television in a closet, in I a closet, probably a nickel. I'd be. Now, did, he, did he pawn it the next day? Is the question. <laughs> With this fucking seventeen percent CPI, it would have shit. <laughs> it's got the blackest of the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you were telling that knife fight story earlier. Your mm-hmm. kid stabbing people with permanent markers getting in trouble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. we uh, I, were, I did radio towers in Louisiana and Baton Rouge for a while. Yeah. And I had, there was me and one other guy, and then the guy who owned the company that spoke English. The guy who owned the company didn't come around much because it's 110 degrees. It's fucking Baton Rouge. He's a yeah, fat fuck. He's going to stay in his air-conditioned Jeep, right? So me, the other guy that speaks English, and then the fucking other Mexican guys, we're just doing our stuff. We're working, we're working, we're two, three weeks. Everything's fine. Couple, You know, it goes on three and a half weeks, four weeks. The Mexican dudes, they start stealing our water because they don't know how to ask, can I have water? They don't know how to say it like, you know, it's a fucking agua. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I go poor for more. Please, water, water, please. I I don't know. But they they just felt maybe they couldn't communicate with us. I don't know. I didn't feel too separate from them. But they start stealing the fucking water. So me and John got tired of it. So we started putting locks on our water. So these fuckers bring in knives, cut our lunchboxes, and take the water. So like, okay, all right, okay. So we start talking a little rough with them, but they still don't understand. So the next day, they come into work with spatulas, the little rubber rubber end spatulas. Yeah. And they hand us a spatula. They got a spatula, and they start, like, fucking swatting the shit in our hand, like, saying, like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's solve this shit. <laughs> Without fucking telling each other, like, whose water is it, huh? <laughs> Dominance over the fucking water. Dominance <laughs> over water with rubber spatulas in the middle of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in the desert. <laughs> okay, why why are we bringing knives and spatulas and weapons of war and not just bringing fucking water? Uh, I don't know, man. Because I mean, they, I don't, I don't know. I'm a fucking gringo. They don't like me. I have no fucking idea. I couldn't communicate with them. I don't know what their problem was. All I knew was they to me with a spatula to get my water. Trying to bond with you like a fry cook, yeah, right. So we, you know, we had our little stabbing matches. We worked out the water shit, and we eventually gained this camaraderie where we we still couldn't speak with them, but it was funny to fuck with them. We find our own ways to do this stuff. Like you had to dig the ground wires by hand, right? So they'd be out here because they didn't have any cars. Fucking, they can't have a car. They'll get caught if they go get a license. So they're digging, <laughs> they're digging this shit with a shovel, digging and digging and digging, and they gotta go 300 feet away from the tower in a straight line, in a straight line, in a straight line. And there's like 14 of them all around in a radius. 
I got in my car, put the shovel and jammed it in the, the fucking, you know, I opened up the door and I just jammed the shovel in the A-frame and I put the car in reverse and backed up and it was like, and just plowed the shit. They got mad. They didn't like that shit. So they tried to tell on me for using my car as a tool to dig shit faster than they could. <laughs> More efficient and they get fucking angry with me. Well, fucking, fucking angry with me, eh? You must start wearing your, your knife through your mouth to work. We the, the the boss. We waited. We waited because we really didn't know. Me and John didn't know what to do to him. They're like just fucking with him. They're not really trying to get us fired or anything. Nothing actually hostile. So we didn't know how to do anything back to him because we didn't have any ammunition. But then the boss decided to take us to dinner, right? So he had a jeep. And he was rich because he owned the whole fucking company. Of course, he bought heated seats in Louisiana because he had to have every fucking option. And <laughs> Jeeps. What the fuck are your Jeeps? So, so, yeah, why? Black nice yeah. with heated seats in fucking Louisiana, you idiot. Fuck. <laughs> Thank you, though. But they got all the little options for the heated seats in the middle. It's not just for the front people. It's in the middle. Like in the center console, you roll up your windows and down. The Jeeps are situated that way. So we got the heated seat buttons. And so I sat in the front, and the manager was next to me. And I got John in the back and the Mexican dude over here in the back left. So I turned the heated seat in the back left to the hottest fucking setting it can go. He's picking himself up on the door panel. And the center little armrest thing going, caliente, ay, 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 caliente, oh, screaming. <laughs> the fucking manager, he's got an IQ, the sack of fucking wet mice. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. John's trying not to laugh, and I'm sitting here going, up, 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 up. So every time he turns it down, it goes up, back up to hot. Caliente, ay, caliente, don't steal my fucking water, bro. Motherfucker. That's bad. Yeah, you burn his taint off. Yeah, burn his fucking taint off. Yeah, get your prostate massage that way, eh? Can I, can I tell you guys, my new front end loader has air conditioned seats. Oh my god, oh, yeah, dude. that's all coolers from the eighties coming back, boy. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> it does have heated seats, also, but yeah. Air conditioning. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't use those. You don't use those because if the boys are hot, the boys ain't happy. And if the no. boys ain't happy, nothing's going good. No. Bad day written all over it. Bad day written all over it. You got a one sweat particle on your nuts. It's <laughs> fucking over. It's over. Bad mood. No, do you know what the best thing to do is to prank your boss. Now, I can I can think of a time that Chris might remember. <laughs> Hell yeah, I know exactly what you're thinking about, man. You, you go ahead and tell it. Dude, he spent like what did he spend like six, seven, eight thousand dollars trying to figure this out? Oh my god, it was so bad. He put the shit in the red trying to figure out who the fuck. There's there's a the HR lady, right? Right, HR, whatever. She sits at the desk and goes, Hi, how are you? when you walk in and she looks cute. Yeah. I don't know what she does exactly. But we got her in. This is decoration. This, this decoration. tenant moved yeah. out of the building. This tenant moved out. And they left the doorbell. And we were sent to, to do the clean-out. Michael and I. We were sent to do the clean-out. So they left the doorbell. We took the doorbell. We figured, well, what the fuck are we going to do with this? It's, you know, it's $300 with the bullshit. We can't just throw it in the garbage. We can't but we home. can have some fun with it. We can have fun with it, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> so I get a ladder when our manager's out of the fucking way. And we stick it up in the sprinkler pipes. We, st- we stick the ding-dong part, the little speaker bit, up in the sprinkler pipes. And, you know, we, we trust the lady that works at the front because, you know, she does a lot of fuck shit. And she'll get fired if, if we... Oh, yeah. There's some skeletons in the closet we all know about. Yeah, it's a mutual agreement. <laughs> so we give her the little bipper so she can click it because she's in range all the time and we're not. So, we're out here doing work, changing this, changing this fucking fan motor, whatever, squirrel cages, this and that. Dealing with people's printers that don't work. Who cares? They clog their sink with a fucking tampon. Oh, the fucking women. Jesus Christ. Man, you tell me the men's bathroom is a place for animals. Don't tell me women. Oh, oh, it's a whole other fucking level. Holy shit, man. They will take their shit, spread it down the wall like bloody murder. Like, just take it out of your thing and put it in the trash. You don't have to spread it on the wall. What did I do to you? Or they try to hover potty. They just sprinkle. Oh, my God. But we yeah. stuck the door. We stuck the doorbell in, in the sprinkler pipes above Gary's office. Now Gary's about three foot four. I, I might have dyslexia. Four foot three. But in concept, he's a fucking leprechaun. He's a fucking leprechaun. He's a jolly. He's a jolly fellow. It was all right. It was all right. And so when we leave the office, we go on this call or whatever. We've been gone for forty-five minutes. Priscilla slides open that drawer. So slowly and goes boop, and in his office goes ding dong. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. He's looking around, coming out here. Who rang the doorbell? He's, he's, they're coming from the fucking second floor. It's the other fucking tenant. It's when the, the fuck did the floor. other tenant get a doorbell? United Healthcare doorbell. You might want to check with them. Well, they've been gone for two months. I don't know. Call the contractor. Something got messed up. Who knows? Calls a fucking contractor, $2,500 out the window. They can't figure out that it's right above his fucking head. Okay. <laughs> Might as well keep it going. We're already in shit's Creek. Right. <laughs> $2,500 is enough to get fired over. I didn't think exactly. he is dumb, but okay. It wasn't like suspiciously high definition. No, he knew like nothing. He knew nothing of it. I mean, I went in. Nice. I went in for an employee review. I went in for a fucking employee review, sitting with him face to face, and the fucking shit. Ding dong. Keep his straight face. <laughs> nope. Not gonna let him know. <laughs> Don't tell him. Oops. <laughs> it's worth more than a dollar an hour. <laughs> Hit the button again, bitch. Yeah. So it was uh, fantastic. And then, uh, you know, when I quit, when I quit the place, <clears throat> I also got him with a, a duct tape, not duct tape. What the fuck is this? Scotch tape. I put scotch tape on the bottom of his mouse because, you know, he likes, you know, Asus and all the high brand PC is, stuff. Is that you that does that to me? And, huh? <laughs> Somebody's been doing that shit to me at work for like. Two months now. I come in, my yeah, fucking mouse will be unplugged. Put the scotch tape, tape on, on the it, bottom of the laser. Or my, my keyboard will be unplugged out of my computer. Or just something. Every time I go in my office, I'm going to catch yep. them. Some bitches, I'm going to kill them. Gremlins, man. Annoying, isn't it? I put scotch your, tape. Your maintenance guy. <laughs> the guy that's I, cleaning everything. I, I think I'm going to take some actual grease, and I'm going to spread it all over the wires in the back of my computer one of these oh, days. If you wear I'll sandals, find out who it was. It, put it right in a thong part that goes between oh, his toes. No man would love that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, get, get some mica. Get some mica and put it on there. No matter what he touches, it's just gonna fucking spread. Right? <laughs> you know, you guys are talking about fucking with the boss, dude. It Gary wasn't... had he had an eighty dollar mouse. Yeah. You put the scotch tape on the bottom of. He threw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the trash. I was leaving, and when I went to quit, I, I was telling him, I was like, look, I can't deal with this. You got the cleaner lady making $26 an hour, and I'm over here making 12 Yeah. I, I can't do this anymore. I got to go. And he's like, you're only making this much. I was like, well, it's too late now. I've already got a job making triple this moving south. Bye. And I was like, by the way, the doorbell, it's above that. And he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, your mouse. Take it out of the trash can. It's not garbage. Just take the tape off. <laughs> you copped everything. Oh my lord! That's what, that, that's what they call the, That's what we call in the industry burning bridges. Uh, no, no, he's still my friend. Like I, I have yeah, we all still love each other. How are you? It's great. I got a story. I got a story. It's gonna. It, it's. It, what's the statute of limitations on this kind of thing? Seven years. We, uh, depends on what oh, state. Be careful. Be careful. Okay. I don't know it's how old are you? It's been at least ten years. years. Ten, okay, you're least, good. It's been at least the highest years. one is eleven. Well, so you're taking your chances, but it's very slim. Right. Go ahead and talk. So uh, I worked for this boss in the oil field who was kind of a dick, right? And nobody really liked him. We were drilling oil wells, and he would always show up in this like badass Lincoln fucking Navigator that was totally ah. tricked out, and he would uh. You know, and all of us are like uh, just drilling water wells, right? So we're like working our fucking ass up, drilling like four or five water wells uh, in an eighteen-hour shift, and that—that that was probably the even outside of the military, the most jacked I'd ever been in my life. Whereas I'm picking up these fucking drill pipes and holding them vertically with one hand and dropping them down the fucking well, right? Because I'm a big guy anyway. But that was the most jacked I've ever been, where I could hold like you know 120 pounds above my head, one fucking hand, and then just slow it down by with just my grip going down the well. And I pull out two stem at once. It was I was a beast back then. And uh, well, this guy he'd show up. Well, we caught this like baby fucking raccoon. It would just. It had just showed up and drank some water. It was probably semi-dehydrated and fucked up. But we caught it, and we were, like, feeding it our lunch meat and stuff. We were just going to, like, kind of rehydrate it and feed it some stuff and let it go. Well, Jackass shows up, and uh, he's like, hey, boys. Because, you know, it called everybody fucking boy. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, hey. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was boy. It didn't fucking matter. The guys, the guy was like forty fucking years old. We were in our fucking twenties, and like uh, most of the crew, though, were in their forties, fifties, and sixties. And he'd call everybody fucking boy, right? Doesn't matter if they were twenty years older than him. Hey, boy, you know, I'm your boss. I'm you're your boy to me. You're just boy. Well, that shit piss you off. Never call you by your fucking name. Pissed oh, you. Oh, it does piss you. Everybody. Everybody hated him. The only thing that sucked is he was extremely fair on pay. And that's the only reason that nobody fucking burnt this place down. Right? <laughs> is it? He was super fair on pay. Uh, and, like, you know, if you worked over like eight hours, 
he he'd, he'd have somebody bring you fucking food. Like you'd have a like a like a, like a food trailer show up out there to bring you food. Well, it was just to keep you on site longer, so you got the job done, right? Oh, crap. Yeah, but it was like we were just happy because they were like, "Oh shit, man! He brought a food truck out here, made everybody fucking calzones. It was fucking great." Well, anyway, he was making, yeah. he was paying less to get the job done, right? Anyway, I got this little fucking scraggly fucking raccoon. I don't know, like it was probably only like an eight or nine week old fucking raccoon, where they're 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 brave enough to be away from their fucking parents, but they're still like. All arms and legs, right? Well, I was like, you know, it, it had been rehydrated and it had been like, you know, it was, it was, it was happy again. It was ready to run off. I grab it. He gets out of his fucking car, leaves the window down. I chuck it in his fucking car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the worst thing that happens is like, uh, you know, he notices there's a fucking raccoon in his car and then like, you know, freaks out and then we go and rescue him from the raccoon and look like awesome people right no so like he, he's like oh I got a phone call he goes back into his fucking car rolls up the goddamn window takes his phone call he's sitting there in you know, his nice air conditioned car it's 123 fucking degrees where we're at at the time and we're all sitting outside drilling fucking water wells loading stem running rock and rolling and we're like, uh, did he notice? Like, I don't know. Did you see a climb out? No. Did you see a climb out? No. No, it's fucking in there. Like, I don't like raccoon smell. Like, he's got to fucking notice. But no, he had his air conditioning on so fucking high, he didn't even fucking notice, right? This fucking raccoon had climbed up underneath the fucking dash. You know, like, and he gets ready to go put it in park and drive, and then his car goes off and crushes off into the brush. He had put it in the fucking park, and the raccoons do this like crazy, angry chittering thing, you know. And it done this crazy, angry yeah. alien like chittering fucking thing when it, when he started moving because it pissed it off. Well, uh, and he he like kind of crashed off the fucking road into like some mesquite tree, a little brush, and we were like run over there. We're like, oh hey, you okay? Like hey, you know, like, totally not suspicious. What's going on, buddy? And he's like, Oh, there's something in here. There's something in here. He jumps out and starts, like, you know, hot stepping around because he doesn't want to step anything dirty with his nice fucking penny loaf and patent shoes. Jesus. And uh, so uh, we see the tail just sticking out. This thing's like way up inside the fucking dash. And uh, we're like, Hey, you know, you might want to just turn off your car. It'll get hot in there and leave your door open and he'll fucking leave, right? He doesn't want to cook to death. Cars get really fucking hot real quick. He's like, I'm going to hurry. My time is money, blah, blah, blah. So he reaches up. He grabs one of the welding gloves, reaches up there, grabs a hold of the tail of the raccoon. And we're like, that's not a good idea. (laughs) Fucking pulls the raccoon out to where he can grab the back legs as well and pulls. This fucking raccoon had grabbed a hold of every piece of fucking wire electronics fucking chip, everything, and then bit onto some shit while I was getting pulled out. So he ends up pulling out like all the wiring underneath this fucking dash. (laughs) Center console and everything at the same time. So he pulls everything out. Everything goes blank. Car starts running real rough. (laughs) And it dies. (laughs) 
He fucking totaled his fucking car. It caused so much damage in the electronics of the fucking car with them yanking that bitch out. They had to get towed back to the fucking dealership. The dealership's like, hey, like, it destroyed, like, the computer, the fucking control. Everything. Yeah, everything. Like, all the wiring's gone. It's going to cost more to rewire it than it would to just take a claim on the motherfucker and get a new car. But, uh, yeah, I, I would yeah. definitely not report that for, till the statute of limitations were up. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. uh, you gotta love that, that at least food at least trick. 10 huh? years ago. Yeah, that was yeah. A, like now I know it's a fucking trick, but back then we were yeah. just happy to have oh, it. I was, I was working at a mushroom farm years ago in Florida, and the Domino's guy comes rolling in with a fucking pallet of pizzas and everybody's all happy oh we get pizza party and i'm just pissed off at the world and they're like what i said you know these motherfuckers aren't gonna feed us unless we're gonna be here working till midnight tonight some bitches i was just pissed (laughs) and sure enough guess where we were slinging mushrooms till midnight yeah good times yeah they never so chris so chris you uh imagine you've done uh some mushrooms occasionally do you got any Funny mushroom stories? Well, I'm not that spiritual, but my favorite time doing mushrooms, I set up a bug light in my garage, and it was just me in the cement. And I opened the back door. <laughs> I love the six of wonder in your fucking voice. Like, God damn, man. No, it's great. I puked a little bit. You know, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't exactly know how much I was supposed to take. So I ate about four grams. And of course, I puked. I should have made tech, but you know, I was dumb, lazy. <laughs> and I set, the, I set the bug light in the garage. And I mean, it's like burned into my memory how long a moth can cook. And, uh,. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they did just, and it doesn't really smell. It's like, it's kind of like when somebody takes a lighter to your forearm hair, but it's not so bad, you know. <laughs> you well, get used to it. They make like a little moth perfume. You you yeah, are right. aware that when you're sitting next to a bug zapper, the bugs that explode, they have like a twenty five foot radius of bug parts that fly over, right? Yeah, and I got a thing called a shower. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Just checking. <laughs> I, what, I don't. I don't know of a man that does not love watching a bug zapper, though. They're they're mesmerizing. I mean, it's great. I put one over blue, my blue light. There's no there's no noise. So you're just sitting there and you're thinking real deep that. thoughts. You know, uh, real deep. Ooh, so you're sitting there on man. I took. A, <laughs> I bought one from uh, Home Depot and I took the little fucking like uh, I guess it's like quarter inch hell screen fucking grate off of it, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, so I just had it basically with like the slots, which are like a quarter or half inch wide, and then just sitting there yeah, you can above. Pick your in there, can't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, come hold on there. to this while I plug it in. <laughs> no, I had it just sitting there above the the fish pond, and uh, it, it would just kill everything, and it fall right down the fish pond. The fucking catfish and everything went fucking ape shit off. It was the cheapest way to feed them. I never came up with. Uh, man, they awesome. get so much food, so much food. Yep. Who knows? Maybe 
fucking probably a couple hummingbirds, fucking all sorts of shit. There's no safeties on it. Small. But they just like the light. They touched it. Yeah. Maybe possum, fuck whatever. Toddler. <laughs> a fairy. It would have to be a fairy toddler. A little baby. Any bit of baby. Hey, you never know. I don't know where you live. Might be some pygmies roaming around. Do you, do oh, you guys own one of those salt the... bug things? The the guns that shoot the salt at bugs? I had one and it was so much fun. I ended up opening the front door to let more in so I could have some more targets. Bring in the gas. My wife's like, why is there salt everywhere? Never mind about that. Just get the bird. Not my problem. Not my problem, woman. I'm keeping this house sacred. Sacred land. Everything's, everything's yeah, I, I have like a little fort built with a couch cushion and all painted up in camo. I'm ready to go. <laughs> y'all talking about fucking like small people and midgets. Did y'all see where they were talking about the homo heidelbergensis? Like, uh, might still be alive. Wait, wait. Did you see really? They got human chicken nuggets Homer? still checking this earth, man. What's up? What's up? <laughs> What? Human chicken nuggets? Uh, oh, uh, homo, homo what? Heidel, homo Heidelbergensis. Homo Heidelbergensis. Homo Heidelbergensis. A little, little people. Yeah. Are they living in a mountain? No. How, how little are we talking? They, New Guinea? Two foot, eight inches. Holy oh, shit. Uh, no, I got to see one of these summits. Where do I got to go? New Guinea? Oompa-loompas. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. No, are you, are you talking about oh. the actual pygmy people? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They have proof that they, that they yeah. might still be alive. No, no, no. They are alive. They're, no, they're, no, 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 no. We're talking about not, pyg- not pygmy people that are like in Africa. We're talking Homo what? Heidelbergensis. The a different Homo sapiens. Oh, not the okay. Just okay. Yeah, before so Neanderthals, not just random pygmies, like you can find them sons of bitches and inbred people in fucking Arkansas. But we're talking about like the like actual like Homo heidelbergensis, the little bitty fucking things, like they they call them like the Hobbit type things. Because so what they did is they found they put up a bunch of camera traps, right, and then they then they put out a bunch of food traps and shit like that. And they put the traps up so high that they only caught the top of the fucking heads and the noses. You know, like of these the, the people, they're like, oh fuck, we need to put them down some more. And um, but they found that like, oh well shit. They left flip nap stones and, and all sorts of other stuff as gifts in exchange for the fruits and fucking shit that they left with them. And so they're like, holy shit, they might be fucking still alive. The Homo Heidelbergensis. Now we're talking about somebody that could be carried off by a fucking like a couple of red tail hawks, right? Huh? Like wow. we're talking about tiny ass little fucking people. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Can I own one? <laughs> you know, like right off the right off the bat, right off the fucking bat. My first thought was like, how do we make more of them? And can I have one? All right, I'm getting some. I, I'm get. Give me a chimpanzee and some nair, and I'm gonna go sell one. <laughs> I want to see you fucking nair a chimp. Them fucking things are stupid, goddamn strong. Oh as soon as that God. shit starts burning, it's eating your face off. Oof. 
Yeah, the little spider monkeys down in, down in South America, they're mean as hell, too. They'll throw all kinds of shit at you. Jesus Christ, I have a fucking, I have a fucking monkey story. And uh, it's how I, I can, I can honestly sympathize with women that have been in abusive relationships simply because I owned a goddamn fucking monkey, a capuchin monkey at one time. Uh, I got my ass kicked, like hard. Like hard. <laughs> I heard they could be mean. Oh, beyond regular mean, son. Mean, but uh, joke it. Turns out this fucking monkey hated goddamn freaking um, hated men. I did not know it at this time. I responded to an ad while I was drunk that said, like, hey, monkey for sale. You know, $5,000. I was like, cool, monkey. That'd be great. At the time, I, those. I was like, yeah, at the time, I was, I was a single guy. And I was like, you know, hey, whatever. I want to have fucking, like, badass freaking thoughts about having this, like, me and this monkey going on badass fucking adventures together, doing badass monkey and fucking sidekick shit, right? But this monkey's going to, like, you know, do stuff for me. I'm like, thanks, monkey, for grabbing me a beer. That was really fucking cool of you. Would you like a goddamn strawberry or banana? Fuck yeah, monkey, right? So... Mm-hmm. All this yeah. big crazy story, like lore, happened in my fucking head before I go buy this guy monkey. I go buy this fucking monkey. I had this lady, you know, uh, five thousand dollars, and at, at the time that was dropping a bucket. And uh, she's like, "All right, well, the lady, the 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 guy, sorry, is, is a dude because he was like, my wife's uh, not here right now. Found out later that the monkey caused their goddamn divorce. <laughs> well, uh." That the guy is shows up to the fucking door. I'm like, it's 10 a.m. Why are you in like slippers and a fucking house robe? You know, you look like you like you haven't washed that robe in like several months. You know, I'm like, whatever. I'm rescuing this fucking monkey. Can I call it a rescue now? Because like I'm totally getting it from like a ghetto ass fucking house, right? Right. No, it was <laughs> yeah. The monkey yeah, got like, a pack of smokes. And... Yeah, yeah. It was, okay. It's great. So he's walking to this custom-made big fucking steel cage, and he's got his keys out to go unlock the lock, and it, and it, his hand is like like quivering as he goes to unlock the lock, right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Maybe he's just a little drunkard, right? You know, like whatever. Maybe that's something. <laughs> yeah. So he unlocks the fucking lock, steps back, he keeps the door between him and the fucking front of the goddamn cage. Monkey comes out, totally fucking chill. Chill as fuck, dream monkey. Comes up to me. He's like, what up, you know, human? And I'm like, what up, monkey? We have a like, psychic connection. I'm like, fuck yeah, monkey. It's going to be the fucking greatest thing in the entire world. Give me my psychic for life. Fucking monkey. Fuck yeah. Goddamn ninja fucking monkey. Fuck it's going to be great. Monkey. Right? Got this fucking monkey. Crawls up in my arms. Now, this is like a sub-adult capuchin. So, uh, like the ones that you see on TV... With like the little fucking box and the white face and wearing the little hat. Those yeah. are little babies. Baby babies. We're talking still in fucking diapers on the tit babies. A sub-adult capuchin is about 60 pounds. You know, 55, <laughs> 60 pounds. An adult capuchin, 110, 120 fucking pounds. He's a big monkey. He's I'm, a big I'm fucking gonna, monkey. Can I, can I place my bets right now? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get your ass whole whipped by a monkey? Oh, beyond whole fucking reason. So, okay, no shit. So there I am. I'm like, fucking monkey, yeah. 
And then uh, the guy's like, hey, I have a couple guys uh, hired off of Craigslist to come over here and help you load the, you know, cage in the thing. I'm like, whatever. And I'm sitting there just like holding a fucking monkey and we're like staring into each other's eyes and doing like high five. And I'm like, look at all your cute fucking monkey fingers. You're like a little tiny toddler human. Oh, you're so cool. You know, and he's like, oh, like, like totally making eye contact. We're having a great time. We're bonding. It's goodness. I brought all sorts of fucking treats, the guy said. Uh, and then we, like, I just have him literally strapped into, like, a baby seat in the front of my fucking truck. And we're driving home. And the whole time, Monkey's like, cool as shit. I'm like, hey, Monkey, look at this. And I show him how to change, like, stations on the radio. And he's like, I'm like, holy shit. You like Fleetwood Mac, motherfucking Monkey? Me too, bro. Oh, shit, yeah. We're going to be best of the friends of the entire life. Me and the motherfucking <laughs> best friends, right? <laughs> we get fucking home. The guy, like, you know, I, I was probably only like 40 miles from the place. Guys show up, help me get the freaking uh, cage inside. I tip them like 50 bucks a piece. And me and the monkey are fucking cool the rest of the goddamn day. Right? We're just sitting there watching fucking TV. I'm taking 10,000 fucking monkey pictures. Putting them on fucking Twitter and Facebook and texting them to people. I'm like, look what I got, motherfuckers. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. <laughs> fucking monkey. Right? So the next fucking morning, right, I go to fucking, like, you know, like, like I, the monkey went to sleep in his fucking cage, locked the cage, whatever. I didn't want to worry about the monkey getting out. I was worried about the monkey getting out and getting lost, right? So, like, you know, I was, so I, you know, locked the cage, closed up. Something like that. The next morning, night, maybe, oh. I was pretty excited. So 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, I have the monkey's, like, little bowl of food made, like, with, like, strawberries cut up, fruit cut up, you know, some nuts, all sorts of stuff, like, all sorts of butter stuff. And then the, the, the Zoo Med uh, brand fucking monkey chow, which is, like, little biscuits that smell like, like graham crackers. Have, uh, they're, like, going there, and I'm giving the fucking monkey his food. I go, and I, I try to put the little, like, uh, bowl, which is probably about the same size as a cereal bowl. I try to put the bowl in the cage. The monkey fucking bitch slaps me with his foot on the hand. Broke my fucking pointer finger. Oh, shit. Like, straight up, like, he just went, kwa-pow, with his foot. Like, broke my fucking pointer finger. I'm like, oh, shit, maybe he doesn't like strawberries. I should have recognized it that goddamn time right there. I'm already making fucking excuses for my abuser. Right? (laughs) 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 You need that to was... accept the red flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, red flag number one. Bitch Damn it, Rachel. Broke my <laughs> fucking finger. Like, because it was like no effort at all. It wasn't like an angry, like, like you know, like spring the leg up and kick. It was just like a casual, papa. Like, broke my fucking finger. I was like, God damn, Mikey. Oh, shit, maybe he doesn't like blueberries, whatever, right? Blaming on myself. You know, like, oh, I should have said something to him first. You know, I invaded his space, whatever. So, uh, you know, things get progressively more, like, aggressive over time. It's not one thing where it's, like, suddenly, fuck, you know. Like, so the keys went missing to the cage. You know, so it was just like, oh. he take them? Yeah, he hid them in the. He hid them. Yeah, I never found them again. They're gone. Uh, anyway, 
So uh, the keys went missing to the fucking cage. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, he just, uh, he's been really responsible. He just wants to sit in the fucking recliner all night. Like, he just wants to chill in the recliner. He goes back to his cages and uses his fucking litter box. Or, honest to God, fucking thing would use the goddamn toilet and flush it. Right? So, cool. I'm cool with you, bro. Like, if you want to fucking go, you know, like, if you want to be out at night, it doesn't matter. I came out one fucking night, right? And he's sitting in the fucking recliner, and he's watching the fucking Jay Leno rerun. And I look over, and I'm like, you, you okay, buddy? Like, you, you need anything? You're good? He looks at me, and he, like, the light playing off his fucking eyes made him look like satanic. He picks up the fucking recliner and throws it across the room. I'm like, okay, no, I totally get it. Don't disturb you at night. It's cool, bro. Like, whatever. You can have the fucking front room. It's great. Now, understand that he's not just acting a dick to me all the fucking time. Totally fucking chill. Like, we're doing cool shit together. We're going to fucking Walmart and going shopping. I can point to things. He's climbing up on the fucking shelf, picking them up, bringing them down, putting them on a cart. We're having a great time. So it's not like any one thing. We became, like, fucking enemies, right? It's just like the bitch is making the fucking rules slowly because that goddamn monkey had it was like, like uh, some crazy Nazi fucking psychologist reincarnated, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So you know, time goes on, time goes on, and then I had to work an extra, extra like four hours. I had gotten trained to the point where I would call before I come home and tell him like, like, like just talk. To the 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 the, uh, the voice message machine. Hey, I'm coming home. Blah 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 blah. I'll be home. Blah 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 blah. You know, just just to give a cut, just to give a heads up in case you don't know, like whatever monkeys do. It's on private. You don't know. And uh, <laughs> and so like I uh, ended up coming home like six hours fucking late. Had to get had to stay over the shit. I come home, checks out every piece of fucking cabinetry is removed from the walls. Hmm. Everything. All the above, like kitchen cabinetry, everything in those cabinets is now stacked against the south wall in the house, and every piece of cabinetry in the entire fucking house has been removed and placed in the living room. Perfectly. Like, it was professionally fucking done. He just went up there, went, (laughs) pulled it off, walked with it, and put it down, and then stacked it like fucking Tetris. So literally, the only thing is like the top of the freaking like counter and the sink. Everything else is out. The refrigerator's out in the living room. Everything's fucking out. It's stacked against the fucking south wall. And I was at that point, I knew I was like dealing with something that was way stronger than me. You go trying to grab one of those fucking cabinets, rip it off the wall without tearing like you know the boards. You're not, dude. You're not. Yeah. My my pops had a raccoon. And they would it would burrow holes in the fucking walls on top of the cabinets. It would burrow through the back of the cabinets and everything. It didn't give a fuck. Like, and if you tried to fight it, it could rotate in ways that you didn't think were physically possible. Oh, and bite yeah. you. It didn't matter what you did; you were getting bit. Don't touch it. Full angry. <laughs> like, leave it alone. If it's digging a hole, it's digging a hole. Fucking trash pandas. Trash pandas. <laughs> So I started asking, like, so I called up the fucking zoo, and I was like, you know, I actually talked to John at the time, and this was long after all of our crazy adventures, and I was like, hey, John, I got a fucking monkey. He was like, get rid of it. 
Like I didn't even say fucking shit. perfect advice. Yo, I got a monkey. Get rid of it. John yeah, sounds, yeah, John yeah. sounds like a smart man. It was like dead fucking man. It was like get rid of it. Yeah, it was like get rid of it. Get rid of it. I was like, but dude, no, it's been really great except for and he's like, nope, get rid of it. That motherfucker's gonna kill you one day. Like, get rid of it. it what do you got? He was uh, so I told him I was like, I got a male capuchin. He's a teenager. He's like, he's gonna fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. He's gonna kill you. And I was like, eh, how is a sixty fucking five pound? I, I I'm a big fucking guy. You know, I'm six foot fucking six. I'm big fucking dude. Strong like bull. Right, like I'm a big fucking. I'm like, how's this little fucking goddamn little monster gonna kill me? And then I remember, like, yeah, you know, he actually picked up the refrigerator and moved it and put it in the recliner. Like I was like, yeah, I couldn't do that by myself very easily. Uh anyway. <laughs> so, uh, John's like, get rid of it. And I was like, nah, man. He's like, well, here's some things you can try if you're not gonna get rid of it, but you're gonna fucking die, honky. Basically, he was like, you're gonna die. And uh, I was like, okay. So I tried his shit, where it was like trying to establish like lines of demarcation, like the bedroom's fucking line. This that room can be yours. Blah 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 blah. That did not work. Motherfucking monkey's like, no, bitch. You're gonna try to make the rules now. This is my house. And uh, yeah. Anyway. So uh, a couple of bad things go on. I end up with a broken jaw, like cup crap ribs. Get up, get all fucked up. And so I put this ad on fucking Craigslist. And a monkey for sale, twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> and uh, so uh, this couple shows up to buy the monkey. And uh, you know the monkey wrestled back into his fucking cage. And uh, I got him back in there by literally drugging him with Percocet. And. <laughs> Monkey's back in his steel ass fucking cage. New big ass fucking locked on the son of a bitch. This couple comes to the thing and like I, I, I'm just like beat to shit. I, I'm tired. I'm worried the monkey's gonna break out every fucking night. So I show up in my like dirtiest fucking slippers and my old ass fucking robe. I got the keys in my hand, the shaking slightly. I know now that the fucking dude who I bought the goddamn monkey from was praying the entire time. Where his hands were shaking. He was praying, please, monkey, don't eat my face off in front of these people. Just just go with them gently. <laughs> right? Do me this one favor for the love of fucking just God. Do me this one favor. <laughs> what have I done to you? I fed you kiwis. You know, I'm giving like, you this sacrifice. <laughs> yes, everything you've ever wanted. Anyway, uh, so I get over there, I open the fucking cage, monkey comes out. Kind of looks at me like, whatever, bro. And then goes over to this fucking couple, climbs up in their laps, and is like fucking happiness and sunshine. Exactly like the little psychopath was with me. Right? He knew what was, he knew what was up. Fresh meat, he says. Motherfucker. They happily pay me $2,500. I get the fucking cage moved over there, and I turned off my fucking phone. Just like the asshole did to me. Stopped <laughs> answering emails, turned off his fucking phone. That was it. Done. So like a fucking year goes by, right? And I've moved on to like uh, what are they little fucking things called? The little miniature kangaroos. There, uh, I had a whole fucking shitload of them. Uh, God. They're, uh, Possums? Uh, no, they're, they're like kangaroos, but half size. 
Uh, I, I moved on to these little fuckers. I'll remember the name in a minute. Anyway, uh, and I come across the, the lady, and she's there in fucking H-E-B with the fucking monkey who's now, like, at least 100 pounds, right? And he's sitting just like a fucking toddler would in the fucking car seat. Like in a car, like you know, like in the, in the little, put his little feet out. He's cr- he's just swinging his feet to like some fucking noise, wearing some headphones, having a great time. And you know, and she's like, "You gonna help me unload the car?" And the monkey gets out, helps unload the fucking car. Happiness and sunshine, fully pie trained, not even a fucking diaper on this goddamn monkey. Now I'd say he's a young adult, right? Instead of a juvenile. And I was like, "So, uh, how's it going?" With the fucking monkey. And the monkey looks at me, comes over, climbs across the carts, looks at me, and then just puts his hand on my cheek and just goes pop, pop, and then walks the fuck back. Like, I'm all like, God, don't pull my face off! <laughs> he just pats me on the fucking cheek and then goes back to the lady. She's like, yeah, uh, well, it turns out he didn't like males. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we got divorced, but he's been the best child I could have ever had. So this fucking lady who's sterile, she couldn't have any fucking kids, has this monkey. To this fucking day, I still get goddamn e-bid birthday cards from a fucking monkey. Like, where she sends me, like, e-birthday cards, you know, like, on my fucking email address. Where the, her and the monkey, happy as shit. Fucking happy as shit. The monkey actually has a cat. Did you know the fucking monkey has his own cat? His own pet fucking cat? He takes out for fucking walks and cleans the fucking cage and everything. Holy but just shit. hated men. Just hated men. But, yeah, and that's how I know what it's like to be a uh, woman in an abusive relationship, because I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was that's well-trained. Well-trained by a monkey. Fucking, uh, so, in layman's terms, men are monkeys. Better fucking monkeys. I guess. Better monkeys. But my god, man, I could probably find some part of my body that still hurt from the beatdowns I got from that son of a bitch. uh, My dad used to have one of those little uh, red hat with the fucking gold tassel on it, monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work out too good because he liked to like piss in his hand and throw it at people and shit in his fucking hand and throw it at people. Did it have a white face? I I I never met it. Thankfully, I wasn't yeah. alive. But uh, when I was born, those laws, like it, were, uh, those laws were placed that you can't fucking have those things. This is fucking Texas. You can have whatever the fuck you want, man. Well, yeah, I know. I, I kind of figured you were from over there. You, you guys got like deer in your kitchen. Actually, we just had a uh, house barasinga. Uh, a barasinga is an uh, Indian swamp elk, right? And what do you mean? So like I was India out from India. Yeah, 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 from India. From India. How the hell did they get in Texas? It's Texas. They're really cheap. Like, what? They wait, breed, well, like, no, 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 no. Like Native American? No. Some India. rich guy brought them. Yeah, some rich guy brought them over, and it turns out they breed like rats over here. Who the fuck? Indians getting to Texas? What, dude? There's more uh, African animals in Texas than Africa. Like, okay, the scimitar orcs, the big white orcs with like the, the crazy sweeping back antlers, right? They're they're extinct in the wild. 
Or the only place that they fucking live. Yeah. Or wow. Google it. Scimitar orcs. That's what do you mean? That's not fucking just wild. fucking. Wait a minute, dude. Yeah. Orcs. No. Or they're fucking. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking you're talking about the Lord of the Rings motherfuckers. Like they're real. Or in Texas. Or So the Skimitar orcs. It's fucking elite. It's extinct in the fucking wild. But there's like, God, uh, uh, millions of them in fucking Texas. There's one of my cheap. There's like so you could just fucking pop off. Yeah. Every type of animal. We've got we've got red deer from New Zealand. There's whole herds around Victoria, Texas, of of fucking red kangaroos, like from Australia, where they just got loose and made a fuckload of babies. So you got like blue bonnets <laughs> and wildflowers everywhere, and then like 500 kangaroos just like crossing the road, like uh, like yeah, you know, it's it's just it's just Texas. So anyway, no shit. You can just buy whatever you want. So we had anyway. I was we were working on this huge ass ranch, and we were mowing the property with you know, like the tractors and pulling behind big guys mow, mowers, and uh, look down off the side of the mower, and there's like uh, this dead Barasinga female where she had was gonna give birth to twins, and she died during giving birth to the second one, but had given birth to the first one. So down there, there's this like half dead baby Barasinga, and. Uh, I was like, oh, man, little baby deer. Ah, oh, fuck, whatever. Like, I'm going to take it home. So we took it home. We fed it. Uh, you know, like, because you can buy goat milk replacement, deer milk replacement, just over the counter here. So uh, we all, we're bottle feeding it and everything like that. And it had, we're little doggy, like, sweaters and shit until it got big enough that it wasn't, uh, like, needing to be warmed all the time. And we had a house bear singer for a long time. But, until it got to where it would like start jumping off the sofas and like parkouring and shit through the house. But, yeah. This is cool. Excellent. Excellent. <clears throat> what? I didn't mean to kill everything with the fucking monkey story. You Maybe and your monkeys. Little... How am I supposed to top monkey story, Fiero? How am I going to top that? You don't have to top it. <laughs> Well, dude, there was one time when I was in Malaysia and I didn't give the monkey my purse, and then it was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> time to monkey kick the shit out of me from my yeah, cigarette. I'll beat the shit out of your monkey story, bro. <laughs> no, they're just like that monkey story is better told around a campfire and uh, like where I could get up and inter- like, like act out all the pieces. It's better that way. There's so, you want to like. Dude, I'm not trying to sit at a campfire and get my cheeks ripped off, dude. Well, again, I'm not going to rip again. Yeah. Again. Again. Well, that, costs, that costs extra. I mean, oh, it costs extra. Well, I ain't paying for yeah, I'll, bring, I'll bring puppets last, or something. Last time I went camping, I, I brought Tidal Wave 4 with me, and uh, I woke up in the woods naked. But that's a story ah! for another day. Dude, that's. <laughs> oh, that's a story for another day. No, it's better than waking up on your roof with a carrot stuffed up your ass. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, I, waking I, up married. Every every year of my birthday, I go camping by myself, and I bring a copious amount of mushrooms and liquor, and see where the what, nature takes me. What uh region in which do you go camping? I live in the extreme north, sub. 
lower, right. lower Canada. Okay, so so you say sorry, and you also say a, which means sorry. So you're one of them sorry people that lives in the north. I I'm not Canadian. I'm no, you're not Canadian, Canadian, but you're close. You're close. Yeah. You're about two states away. I can tell. One one. I I live eight miles from the Ah, oh, one eight miles. Okay. Yeah, but I, I'm originally from Florida. I'm a transplant. Well, you belong where you are. Right. Right. So I, I could speak Southern with you guys or Northern. I, well, I don't know many languages. Dialect, sound, we'll call it. Listen, you have the exact same voice, speech, everything as my uncle and my other uncle. Like two of them. They must sound be good guys. Oh, they're great. One of them fucking skins pigs and shoves its meat through the intestines and feeds us lasagna with the product. And uh, so, the other... Oh, yeah, it's great. It's delicious. And uh, the other one, uh, he's a good guy. No? A little touch in the head. He's a good guy. No, he's not touched at all. You know, he might have touched something else, but he didn't get touched, you know? I'm just kidding. He's a great guy. I make tons of sausage, man. I make tons of sausage. Dude, I like making... Dude, you get one of them sausage makers, if you buy one of the machines... You can go to Hero McDonald's and buy a McDouble. Mind. You can buy like three McDoubles and a McChicken and all this other crap. You know, people are like, oh, it's a fucking McGangbang. Yeah, you're retarded. Come <laughs> over here, put it in my fucking meat blender, and tell me how you feel about an actual McGangbang when it's in a <laughs> sausage. Yeah. Fear, run it through, fear run it through fear the grinder. Wow, wow, grinder wow. the day. Oh, I have a fucking yeah. nice grinder. You do have very oh, nice grinders. grinders. Yeah, no, I make what? a lot of like. I forget I the brand name of it. Chorizo. I think oh, the, you have the carnivore. The carnivore, yeah, I got the big yeah. carnivore. Yeah. yeah, I know what you got because I'm like fucking jealous. Jesus what? Christ, that thing! You could put a fucking like whole bunch of midgets through that dumb son of a bitch. Oh, dude! I, last time I made sausage, I think I did 150 pounds in like before lunchtime. I mean, it was just freaking just rolling through that son of a gun. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah, I like making I like making all sorts of things. I mean, uh my wife actually just uh took to some of her coworkers at a big meeting. They flew in and uh so she took a bunch of different sausages to them. Uh she took summer sausage and uh, spinach feta turkey sausage, a lot of turkey sausage, all sorts of stuff to them, and they were like, Holy shit, it's amazing. I'm like, Yep. America. If I honestly, if I wasn't in, if I wasn't in uh, medicine, I'd probably be an artisanal butcher. I really enjoy it so much. Like I'm not grossed out by it at all. I do a lot of the butchering for all the families around us, like all all my friends and everybody like that. Like, hey, we got to put down a cow. No problem, yeah. man. I'll be there. You know, like I got this. But, but be yeah. careful, you guys. Fuel does drive a meat wagon, so there might be soylent sausage involved. You never know. Yeah, it's, it's possible. There's so many people alive today that don't don't like. They're oxygen thieves. They should be apologizing to the fucking trees for fucking wasting all the goddamn oxygen that those trees spend their fucking hard time making. Fucking oxygen thieves. Let's wow. NPCs. Yeah. NPCs, <laughs> oxygen thieves, NPCs, oxygen thieves. <laughs> Did I ever explain to you guys about my whole NPC thing, right? I ever explained about how the whole NPC thing works. All right, so check it out. 
We're in a fucking simula- simulation. There's no other way around it. When you're driving, yeah, holograms are physically real. They proved it. Yeah, but if you're driving around like to Walmart or on the highway or something, you see all those tens of thousands of fucking cars, and you think you got to think to yourself, each one of those is a unique individual with a unique life and everything like that. It's just not fucking possible. They just got to be computer generated or like conceptually generated critters. Because none, like, and you meet people throughout your daily life where it's like, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, you work hard and you still struggle to have a house and a home and everything else. And then you meet some asswipe who's like, yeah, I've worked here at Circle K for 17 fucking years and I have a four bedroom, three bed house and a real nice boat. And you're like, but you make $14 an hour. Well, here's the thing, dude. His grandma gave it to her son, and her son didn't get married, so it never got nagged by the wife. And then it ended up going to his only son, who was had by a baby mom, and the boat was left over from a guy from the 80s, sat in a field for fucking 14 years, and kabinga! He, he's, no. he's got a lot of shit. There's a lot of these people that aren't real yeah, There's so many of them. They're just, they're like, and then you meet I people. Just, you just want to punch them because their family talks, you know? It's like, wow. No, you just you meet people God all the it. fucking time. You meet people all the time where you're like, hey, do you have any hobbies? I, I watch Netflix. I'm like, that's not a fucking hobby. That's a goddamn activity. Do you have any fucking hobbies? I, I play video games sometimes. And I'm like, okay, well, that's an activity. Do you have a fucking hobby? Do you do anything specifically for yourself? Without any gain. They're like, uh, I volunteer at my grandma's, like, you know, brunching on Thursday. <laughs> okay, all right, bud. You're trying to get in her will. Stop it. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's like, okay, dude, seriously, you have, you can see the bright spark of intelligence in people, right? You can hear it in their voices. Like, you can hear it in yours, Chris. You can hear it in, in all oh, Thank you. You're kind of giving me a chubby right now. Right? You're welcome. I have but, way too many hobbies. Too many. And then, yeah. I and like then you see, apart old computers you see these people. Making weird shit. I'll explain it to you if you, you want to know. see all these people running around, and they have these dull, cow-like looks in their eyes. And they still somehow managed to succeed. Uh, They're yeah, fucking yeah. NPCs. NPCs. You see these people, the fucking, the, you look at their face. Like you go to Walmart, you're walking around, you're walking through the fucking candle aisle. You got, you got kids' pillows with little, you know, little fucking race cars on them and shit. Hey, turn your head to the right. What do you see? Up, oh, scruff my fucking guff, cocaine and meth for 15 years. But this guy somehow has a newer car than you, a fucking house with three bedrooms, and uh, ha, what? Your fucking eyeballs sunk in, and you, you got three teeth. NPC, how, man. How did you do it? No, They're just programmed to have they're it. They're given it by the system. No, no, no. They're a glitch. They're a glitch. They're not supposed to be the people that have that shit, but they're a glitch in the system. The but system is supposed to run a certain there. way. There's people the system that you look at, there's people that you look at with system, like little ties and bow ties, like Pee Wee Harmon and all these fucking assholes. They got boats. 
But then you see a guy that you look at him, he's got caves all over his face and his fucking beard's half grown in and his eyeball looks up towards the sky and the other one's looking at his fucking cockics. Yeah, he's a glitch. He's not smart <laughs> enough to own his own company. You're talking about, I'm a contractor. I'm a nigga. You don't even speak English. And it's the only <laughs> language you know. Bullshit. Who's you Bullshit. You got to think about worldwide, okay? Let's say worldwide, that all of these people, billions and trillions of people, will fucking exist simultaneously, or do they only exist when you observe them? They only exist when you observe them. Period. And P fucking C's. And P fucking C's. Yeah. Non-player characters. Fucking and that's P fucking C's. And that's why people are like so fascinated by travel. Like, 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 Podcast. Well, you're gonna go over there and see an NPC in a different skin. You can buy the shit on what is it? Counter Strike. You can buy them for like pennies on the dollar. That's all they're doing. You're going to a different server. Listen, life is a game. All right, let me explain it to you. It's called a a game. I don't know what the fuck the title is. I've never bought the thing. I'm just a player in this (laughs) son of a bitch. I got born in an okay country. I, I, you know, it it sucks that I could get bit by a snake and that could ruin my entire economic livelihood because, you know, first world country, get bit by a snake, go bankrupt. We're the only one. Take pride in it. But I, I could also be in uh, Madagascar where I'd never even no, have the internet. Jello. That would suck. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's a game. We're all in a server. I'm in the United States server. I hope you guys are too. If you're not, uh, might, it might suck if you're in the Turkey server. They just had a little bit of a shakeup with earthquakes. Syria too. But Dude, nobody a gives a fuck about them. Number. They don't have any mods. It, it's all a game. <laughs> <laughs> a surprising number of our listeners are uh, in Australia, Thailand, and China. Like, Dude, I would suck to get born in a place where you could just like walk down to the beach and get bit by a snail and your fucking cock falls off and you die in 20 minutes. Welcome to Australia, level 10. You got spawned in the <laughs> shittiest place. You have no handicaps. Oh, you but fucking go to China. Sorry. You go to China and you say the wrong thing about the fucking government. Oop, you just got disappeared into a fucking concentration. Not only is that wrong. Did you see where those people were holding up blank pieces of fucking paper? The only oh, other, just complete blank pieces of paper, and they're getting arrested and disappeared. Yep. Like, it's fucked. Fuck that. It's ah, just the beginning. Jesus. But it's funny. It's like it's like uh, what do they say? Uh, history uh, repeats itself. Yeah, didn't they do some shit like that back in like the sixties and seventies? History rhymes. History doesn't really repeat, but it rhymes. <laughs> it's like, close to know, the same. Like I, I know a guy in Eastern Russia. Way, way the fuck off. And he sent me a picture of the shit that says Alaska is ours in their language, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Cyrillic, Russian. Blah, 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 I, I, I don't speak their shit. <laughs> fuck them. I got 18 fucking military silos, and 17 of them are filled with water, and the other one's filled with dead raccoons. Try me. <laughs> yeah. But he said they yeah. got a sign that's like Alaska is ours. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, though. Are you sure? And then yeah. the shit the shit in Ukraine started and then he's blocked all contact. Like he's not like on that side, but he can't contact me. And he's oh, he, he goes out and hunts for his food. Like there's no stores where he's at. Yeah. He's way out the fuck. 
I'd love to talk about Ukraine for a second. Prior to Ukraine, prior to Ukraine, the American military was scared about going to war with Russia because Russia was this big. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Scared? They were training for it. Never. I was in the army for a long. That doesn't mean fear. They were training for this force on force, incredible fucking giant waves of hordes of fucking communists coming over the goddamn border, just totally taking out everybody. You're having your scouts way out in front of everybody, and your scouts were going to live 17 fucking seconds, and it was great times. And, uh, like, they were just worried about, yeah, it was worried about a near peer war with people that were on the same level of you uh, technologically. And then Ukraine happened. <laughs> and there was like this giant hiccup where uh, Russia realized, uh, yeah, we probably should have been paying people because they sold all of our gear. And we don't even have like parts, spare parts to make any of these vehicles work. And so all of that's those tanks that we have stored up. Yeah, sure, we have 2.3 million fucking tanks stored. But, yeah, only about 50 of them run, and even those ones have dry rot. Uh, and then, oh, by the way, we can't even fucking fuel our vehicles. So, I, I, okay, on, on half of it makes me go, ha, well, half of my fucking military time was bullshit. And the other half goes, fuck, the only thing they can do is launch fucking nukes. Right? Yeah, that's like, really all they can do. Because Russia... Has a very a good, big, a very good for our world dog. habit of not finishing anything to like. No. Yeah. they get seventy five percent there, and they go, Afghans. "It's good enough," and they leave it alone. And it, it, it works for a bit, but it keeps the rest. Yeah, Afghans. it doesn't work. Good enough is not good enough for the rest of the world. Like we put the yeah. the bailing water and duct tape, it'd it be fine. It's put the duct tape on the yeah. pipe, it's good. No problem. You guys want some T seventy twos? It's great. Have it, Russia. It's good. Russia, no seventy twos. Go to Johannesburg. And we don't need to put any in storage. We've got plenty. So, uh, yeah, no, it uh, it didn't go over well. And so after seeing this. China, like Russia's been embarrassed globally. They're, they're, so the they're, not, they're that, not good at that. No, they're not. They are I thought not. October, I thought October, since historically it wasn't a great month for Russia, would, would lead to different results. But hey, oh, we're in the spring and they still aren't gone. No. So it's, uh, it's been over it's a year. Become, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been yeah. a giant proxy war. So now America is sending some. And I don't particularly agree with this, but we're sending a whole bunch of like some new tech technological freaking uh, marvels. We're also on NATO's doing three hundred thousand troops on the border. Yeah, this is not good because see what's going to happen is that now Russia feels like it needs to protect itself. I yeah. kind of feel like we should have done the three hundred thousand troops earlier on because nah. that would have but that would have that would have restrained a bit of the push from Russia into Ukraine if we were like, oh, there's troops right at the line. Are you sure? Instead of no, the I think that all they needed to do, all they needed to do was just have the the countries like Poland and shit go, niet. That was it. Just 
fucking fuck off. Just like raise the middle finger and say fuck off. We didn't need to put anybody else over there. They can't. They can't even get fucking fuel to the guys or food to the guys in the front lines. Some of these guys have been like I follow it very closely, and uh, some of these guys, like some of these Russian guys, are, are just surrendering because they haven't had food in seven or eight days. Oh, I know. Like, I, know. I uh, yeah, I know a guy. <clears throat> I know a guy whose father is in the Azov in Ukraine. Yeah, and he sends me quite a bit of graphic things. It, it's like I've seen just an ass in the middle of a field. It was like an artistic photo he sent me. It's just an ass. Just an ass. <laughs> mm. It's no. for your pleasure. Yeah, it's it's for be- my pleasure. <laughs> well, it might have been a bit chilly. But it's gonna it's gonna be interesting <laughs> to see what this meeting with China comes up with though. Because I be uh, I think it's in Russia, Russia they, Russia's they've, looking they've for a way it. out and they're hoping China helps them get out, I think. Russia, and you know what? You know what China's Russia gonna do? Chinese gonna weapons. Go. That's been confirmed already. They're, they're using Chinese like personnel arms. Yeah, China jumped off a bunch of those G thirty sixes over there. But uh, what the Dang, problem? Dude, they is, got infinities. I thought those were Japanese. But they're uh, the problem is is that China um, wants to keep good friends with Russia because what does Russia have? Oil, fuck tons of natural resources and yep. land. Right, so we're ending up with the. It's gonna be one of those nightmare scenarios where we have a uh, country like Russia, which is now a big toothless dog, and then um, China, which is not a toothless dog, a very angry whore. And uh, the problem is, is that she has used up all of her child support, and uh, <laughs> and then Russia, yeah, uh, really- China also. China also hit this point where a lot of the people that were manufacturing, this is why a lot of the stuff has become difficult in waves to buy in America. Isn't because China doesn't want to give it to us. It's that the people died during various waves of COVID, but there was the people who knew how to operate machinery. Hmm. So the, like the people that were sitting there that were operating the machinery died. And they had to up-train new people to make things like toilet paper, blah, 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 blah. Um, like chicken right now. Uh, we went through a period of time there where, where actual chicken was very expensive. Because it was really cheap to, to raise the chicken in America where all the corn and, and everything is. Because America does one thing super well, and that's fucking farm. We make more food than everybody else in the entire goddamn planet combined. We're super good at it. That's what we do. So we took, we was cheaper to ship our chickens to China on big ass fucking boats and have them processed in China than come back to us. But these processing plants were closed down because the people who knew how to run the processing plants, they fucking died. Like everybody jokes about COVID and Rona and everything, but you guys, like the first big wave, like OG Rona, I was there. I lived through this shit. It fucking killed the shit out of people. Right now, what we have going around is is the sniffles, if that. I probably you probably had yeah. seventeen <sighs> times. But OG Rona like I've was got, I've fucking... had COVID six times, and the worst it's yeah. ever done to me is a headache. Yeah, OG Rona was bad. OG Rona was really bad. Like I worked through that shit, and where we were have we were running a code every 26 seconds on average in the hospital. 26 seconds 
someone was stopped breathing. And it was just a combination of, hey, listen, we have, we did not understand that COVID is not a disease of the lungs. It's not a disease of the body. COVID causes widespread, widespread coagulation. And so it would cause these tiny little blood clots that would clog up parts of your body, particularly your brain and your heart. Uh, and your your lungs, and so we were treating people like, okay, it, it's 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 an inflammation of the lungs. Well, the inflammation that was happening in the lungs was because of the the blood clots that were clogging up the lungs. So now we know, okay, they have they have Rona. Put them on some bucket blood thinners. Put them on this. Don't prone them. Don't do anything like that. Don't do this. Knock some blood thinners. Knock down some. You know, like uh, some antivirals knock down some preventative antibiotics and rock and roll. Give them just very few steroids because we need their immune system to knock everything up. And don't try to cool them down. Let them run that fever. So the fever is going to help kill it off. And anyway, so now we have this. Now we know what we're doing with it. But back in the day, holy shit. Like, oh, my God. Like. There's still to this day a bunch of nursing homes. Like if you go to a nursing home, they're less than a quarter filled. We lost entire generations of people and nobody talks about it. It's like we we lost pretty much everybody that's over fucking 90 years old. They died. They're gone. Where's your grandma now? Is she alive? Do you ever think that it's kind of a way to not pay out on Social Security for this immediate moment? (laughs) I thought about that for a long time. And then uh, China kept trying to taunt about it all and then uh well china manipulates currency it's it's the same thing that happened to us when like reagan gave him preferred trade it was like we could make a radio for ten dollars and sell it and that was honestly ten dollars yeah go ahead watch what happened watch what happened i understand that china uh you know it manipulates the currency and everything and you're just talking about it you hit the very edge of reality what happened during covid China bought most of the farmland and the oil fields and the seaports in America. Yeah. Because a lot of these people couldn't they a lot of these people couldn't pay, you know, they're they're 20 or 30 fucking years old. They don't have you know, they're not stable enough where they could cough up fifty or sixty thousand dollars worth of uh like taxes to pay for their mom or dad's fucking farmland uh, in death taxes. Um so what they did was they put it on Zillow and they put it on places like that, which are owned by China. And so China would buy them. And so China bought up absolute huge swaths of American farmland. Currently, the number one owner of American farmland is China. The number two owner, and who has been trying to fight them, and I'm like happy for him, round of fucking applause, is Bill Gates. Bill Gates saw the shit yeah, Bill got shot, saw this fucking shit happening. It was like, fuck, and started buying up as much farmland as possible. Not to just have it because he's a greedy fuck, but just so that he nobody else our, did. Our land. Exactly. Our exactly. And so I give that son of a bitch a round of fucking applause. Bill Gates, if you're listening, sponsor the fuck out of us. Good <laughs> job, son. Pat on the back. Fucking pat on the back for keeping it out of the hands of everybody else. But if you looked at it, they made it so fucking easy. They were giving foreign companies 0% interest loans 
to invest in America. And what did they do? They bought infrastructure. They bought power plants. They bought oil fields. Most of West Texas and the oil fields out there, Southern Union, all the fun ones like that, are now owned by fucking China. So America owns about 14% of the oil it had before COVID. Yeah, that's, that's something I noticed over here is we uh we got this little highway they're gonna build from one town to another town, right? So I'm gonna I'm a transplant. Here. I can hear you. Go ahead. I'm I'm a transplant in this area, but they got the the big city <laughs> and then a little city where all the NASCAR fuckers live. So there's they built a special highway just for the people. Who feel like paying twenty dollars a day to go from city to city in their own goddamn car? Now, the people who paved it, Chinese company. The people who collect the tolls, even though you're taxed on it, Chinese company. I I don't quite understand. They bought the rights. They bought. The I rights. don't give a fuck about the rights. I pay the taxes for the roads. So you build the roads with my money, and then you charge me to use the roads, but you send the money to China. Could you just, China. Could you just not do that? I mean, I, I, nothing against the Chinese people. I mean, business is business. You figured, you know, you said, okay, capitalism is the best thing. And they were like, hey, fuck you for a while. And then they're like, you know what? You're right. And then they did it better than you. So stop sucking. Stop doing that. <laughs> But yeah, don't no, let like them build the fucking roads. Because go, hey, let's build a fucking toll road. I'm a Chinese company. I got money. You go, hey, fuck you, foreign interest. Get out. Go build your own toll you know road. What? You got a lot of land. What happened here? What happened here in Texas is that a Spanish company from Spain bought most of the rights to the toll roads. And uh, you know, yeah, Spain so... really. God damn it! You were the nicest one to interfere with the Western side of the world you know you're not as bad as portugal you're not as bad as england but you're still a shitbag can you fuck off they did a lot of fucked up shit way back in the day though yeah well yeah but uh, you port- look at brazil bud the, oh god the, look at the fucking what they did the mine and all that fucking man no, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know that was terrible i can't i can't hate them my wife my wife's absolutely beautiful so all right want to get the competition bud Let's fight about it. Come on, be in the parking lot. Huh? No, don't make me pull your mullet. I swear to fucking God. Don't make me pull your fucking mullet. I'll work your beer hands out. <laughs> my, wife, my, my angry ass fucking Spanish wife. Like, uh, love her to death. She she loves to fuck with me, though. Like, I put her through the fucking knife, knife fighting course, too. And she, like, uh, jumps out, like, at me from behind shit at, like, fucking, like, 3 a.m. I'll get up to use a piss. And she'll just be like waiting there behind the door when I come out. Like, shake, 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 shake. And like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's got to keep ready. Like those. Yeah, exactly. It's a yeah, fucking my, game to it. My wife is Somalian, so I know. Yeah. She's like, I got to keep you on your toes. I'm like, God damn it. You're going to give me a fucking heart attack. You're going to kill me off. You're going to find somebody else. Start over. Chris, you're fucking awesome, man. I like you. Excellent. Yes, sir. Glad to hear it. Yeah. You're the man. What's yeah. that, buddy? 
Marco Nutty, it was a great fucking thing bringing Chris on. He's fun. He's Heck yeah. Fun. He's the shit. You know, I'm sure any we time, pissed off anytime like you want me to come, I'll come. You know, any, yeah. any guy would say that. Any guy would say that. All you got to do is come. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> it's great having you on, man. You're great. Thanks. Hey, anybody else got any sort of other random shit to add to this fucking fuckery? I mean, I like the directionlessness. Yeah, we're just this. fucking. It just goes, you know. There's no like, yeah, we're gonna talk about this. Welcome to the podcast. It's a, it's a talk with friends, and a lot of the times we do talk about mycology, you know. Uh, but uh, Monday Fafo is fuck around and find out. It's just about talking to people in the community, telling stories, getting to know people in the community, and it's not necessarily about. Like, hey, mycology. We've talked to a lot of very serious people that are involved. Oh, yeah. in I mean, I'll tell you right now. I know Jack Shiz about this. Uh, I mean, I, I can eat them. I can make tea with them. But if you want me to grow them, I'll probably get cancer. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, it's super easy, bud. You well, I know it's super easy, food. but I'm also super yeah. dumb. So, like, you got you to, gotta, like, level it out, you know? If you're going to want to listen to like you know, a, a, a very start to finish one, it's going to be the step by step one we did with the side quest where uh, I played like basically Simple Jack and made fucking uh, John here like tell me step by step how to fucking make it all work. But your so, best bet is honestly an all in one bag, bud. Like if you're going to grow it for yourself, all in one bag. You can't fuck I mean, that like, up. I might, I might grow it for myself, but I don't really have time to partake. You know? Yeah. Uh, I I could do micros. Micros are it, my, micros were great. Yeah. You take my That's you why know, you call me. Fucking wonderful. Yeah. But well, micros. I uh I don't do it as frequently as many people may. I like you know I'll do it for like two weeks and stop. So I don't <laughs> know if there's any. Benefit or no benefit to there's a lot of following that schedule. Yeah, there's plenty. But like, of I'll take, yeah. I'll take. Uh, what is a point, point one five to point two about? Yeah. Every morning for three days, and then I won't do shit for two days, and then I'll do that for three days and stop doing it for two days. And to me, it acts like an antidepressant. It's it's you know I can go to work. That's I'm not, exactly, I'm not exactly what pissed. it is. I'm not exactly pissed off about going to work. I'm not exactly pissed off about being on salary and having to work an hour over or show an hour over early, whatever it is. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. bug me too much. That's it, exactly it, how it works, bud. That is wonderful in itself because when things aren't bugging you, you, you can think about the shit that you need to think about. And there's quite a bit, yeah. a, a lot of shit to think about living over here. You got your fucking taxes, your health insurance, your fucking 1089s. This is uh, fucking hell. You can't just chill. You yeah. got to keep up. That's how it so works a lot of times. Nice We've worked with a lot of people. Free. Oh, yeah. We've worked with a lot of people to get them off of this regimen of just taking, like, downers and antidepressants and uppers because they feel like a fucking zombie. Well, I mean, and worked, yeah, worked you, with you, them you, to get you, off you, of that. And then now they're just doing, like, 
a moderate dose or, or like, you know, like a little bit more than a than what you're describing a micro they're doing, you know, yeah. like a half a gram or so a day. And, and they're like, well, you yeah, know, the, it equates to about 0.75. I mean, you yeah. take one in the morning, you take it at lunch and you take it when you're on your way home. Yeah. But you get these people you know, and I love hearing bits. the stories about them where they're like, holy shit. Like, it's like, you know, I have these flowers in my yard. I never fucking noticed that they're pretty. You know, like, I they never are noticed. Pretty, man, look at them. Yeah, I never noticed mm-hmm. that. Like, my house yeah. is pretty, and my kids are fucking pretty, and my wife yeah. is fucking awesome. And I never noticed all these things that I have, and my job doesn't really suck as bad as it did in my head. And, and just hearing these people that were medicated with all these serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs, right? Well, those um, things—they're so, not natural. They don't grow out of the earth. Oh, I mean, not you, at you all. You believe in God or you don't believe in God? I don't give a fuck. But the the planet is its own ecosystem. Fucking, I'm not a scientist thingy. So, if you're gonna partake in something, don't partake in some bullshit that a human made. Partake in some bullshit that the ecosystem that you live in made. That's well, gonna help you. Is- that's your My part of it thing in a about way. That. So something's going to have a benefit or a non-benefit to you. So just to, to you know, stay away from heroin. Solve your needs, but you know, crush it in a mortar and pestle. Don't inject it. Now I agree with I agree with the first half of what you said, but in a different <laughs> type of way. okay, with, with the, with, in a different type of way. And this is how I I agree with it: is that humans we don't really fucking know. Right, no. it's called science. Science and medicine is a practice of medicine. It's a practice. We don't of know psychology. because we keep killing so each we other, don't, so we don't. It it doesn't even matter with that. We're just a lot of the times as they go, oh, they find a new substance, and then they have a study group of people that they pay, and they're like, "So, did you notice anything while you were taking that?" And some dude's like, "I pee orange," and another guy's like, "You know what? I, I really didn't feel as shitty as normal." And, uh, you know, like three or four other people are like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really worry so much about work. And so they're like, oh, shit, maybe we got a new antidepressant. And so then they take it and they refine it further. And then they try it again on another bunch of group of people. So it's a big fucking practice. But what they're doing is they're changing the chemistry of the brain, the magic that fucking happens inside of your skull. There's billions and billions and billions of neurons, trillions of neurons. And then your body communicates with chemicals. Yeah. You're a giant sack of fucking chemicals. And if yeah, we five and a half liter bag of blood filled with electrons yeah. and you're carbon based and it's a fucking miracle. And, and if we you're never gonna understand it, damn it, is it fun to try? If we <laughs> drop in there a bunch of chemicals that are designed to block functions, right? We drop in there a bunch yeah. of chemicals that are designed to block functions and deaden stuff. And we take away people's ability to feel extremes, whether it's extreme happiness, extreme sadness, or one or the other, right? Because we've decided that extreme sadness is bad and extreme happiness is bad because extreme sadness is depression and extreme happiness is being manic. And instead of trying to figure out what is making that person manic or depressed, we just go ahead and like, hey, Take this fucking chemical and you're going to fill the median average. Is and not the right way. 
And then you end up with all these people who end up being fucking school shooters. Every fucking person who's done a murder rampage has been on an SSRI. All right? It's been because they have to go to stoke to a government yeah. mandated or whatever the fuck the word is psychologist somebody who's passed all the government tests but oh yeah because they have to go to such fucking extremes that, to yeah. feel anything to feel anything well it's, i remember i was me. younger and uh when I, I don't know i was in like sixth or seventh or eighth grade around that age and my parents put me on this bullshit well, Butrin, I think it oh, was. Oh, that shit's terrible. Could you even get a fucking yeah, boner? Yeah, it's like I Jesus no, I couldn't Christ. get a I couldn't get I couldn't get a fucking boner. I no, of sleep. course, that shit's uh, like the, the and I was in school. They're right? using well, like, Butrin now as a chastity pill. They're using it as a chastity chastity pill. You know fucking that? pill, man. Yeah, Christian, you couldn't you couldn't like, look at yourself Christians. in the mirror and jerk off if you tried. It wouldn't work. <laughs> super Christian, like 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 super Christian families are now using Wellbutrin. They're, they're they're giving it to their fucking kids as a chastity pill to keep their boys from fucking touching themselves, having sex, or getting a fucking heart on. And you're wondering how they're fucking those kids up, okay? Like, I get it. You don't well, want little thing, Jimmy. Natural, you don't you don't want thing, little like, you don't want little Jimmy to go fuck the goat, okay? Well, teach no, him to fucking the goat's well, wrong, Jimmy, but don't Jimmy, make it so he can't fucking touch himself. There's nothing Jimmy. that happens. You're teaching him from a very fucking young age that is Jimmy. completely fucking wrong. Jimmy. You're fucking little Jimmy up. Yeah. Jimmy, just fuck the lamb. Nobody cares about the lamb. <laughs> Soft fur. <laughs> Soft kitty. Precious kitty. <laughs> oh, shit. The labs were screaming, but uh, no, it's uh, it, no, but they're doing this to these fucking kids, and you're like, okay, well, so you have these like, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 year old fucking kids who literally, no matter how sexually frustrated they are, can't get a fucking boner and rub on out from the Sears catalog or internet porn or whatever. And you're wondering why they're acting out violently. They had the Sears catalog. Jesus, have you seen them sweaters? <laughs> fucking turtlenecks, Don't my guy. Turtlenecks. Fucking all these kids up. And it's like, you know no, what? It's, okay. It's, it's, it's the thing, only man. times I gave my kids shit, the only times I gave my kids shit was when I was in a hurry. I'd be like, all right, you understand. This is not a self exploration shower. Get in there. Get your fucking shit done. Get fucking dressed. We got places to go. Other that was that was literally all the shit I gave my kids. I was like, I don't give a fuck. You want to go in there and jack up you know, on a regular day? Uh, I remember when I had a new work and fucking penis. They're like, shit. You know, I don't give a fuck. But like, as a but single, not now. A single dad, know? yeah. But like, you know, like, hey. We've got to go to this fucking show. Like, well, I'm the guest speaker. This is not a self-exploration shower. Get in there. Get it done. Let's go. But, like, otherwise, I don't give a shit. Run the fucking hot water out. Fuck, I don't give a shit. But, like, like you know, like, everything else with the, with the boys. And I didn't give a damn fucking shit. I didn't ever give them shit for having turning in crusty-ass socks. I made them do their own fucking laundry. I don't want to touch that. 
But like, you know, like it was like it was cool. Like, like hey, if you have something fucking weird, they knew to pop, pop it in the fuck, just throw it in the fucking laundry, just throw it in the fucking washer. Washer's always open, no problem. Like, if you want to look at fucking porn, that's great. Don't use the. You have your own cell phone. You have in your hand a mobile porn looking device. Do not sign up for shit. Do not cost me money. Look at free porn, and you're good. And I, I didn't ever give them shit. You know what happened? My kids grew up fucking normal. They grew up amazing. They're great. Dude, They're in fucking the same college. Same thing my dad did. My dad never told me anything. You want to know what my sex talk was? Guess. Just guess. It came from my mother. Guess what she told me? I gave my kids a sex talk. I told them, like, if you're going to fucking go and knock somebody out, I'm going to be pissed. You need to learn shit about mutual masturbation. Go down on her. I was like, listen, I like my kids were 16, fucking 15, 16 years old. I was like, here's what you do. This is called foreplay. All right. And I shot, you know, like, like, look, this is, this is a video. This is a dude like, you know, like hitting on a chick. It's foreplay. Now smell your fucking fingers. If that goddamn shit smells like fucking death, don't go near it. That's it. If it smells good to you, well, go down there and kiss it a couple of times. Have some fun. But like, you know, I was like, foreplay is going to protect you from a bunch of diseases if you're careful. But uh, and so I was very careful with with my boys about telling them about stuff. I wanted them to be as educated as I could before I sent them out in the world, and they ended up being great, fantastic at it. None of them to this day have knocked up a random person, and they're in their fucking late twenties, the mid twenties, and no problems. No, no fucking fifteen year old kids, you know, nothing. You know, didn't have a kid of fucking thirteen because they realize that hey, I can have sex with somebody without actually putting my penis in them. I can have sex with somebody without actually knocking them up. I didn't have to figure this shit out on my own. Like, it's a goddamn blue lagoon, you know? Like, uh, like I'm on a fucking island somewhere. And how did we get into this goddamn talk? There's only like 17 <laughs> fucking kids. I like Pharaoh giving the sex talk to people. But, you know, it, it, and it's, it's, it's something that's not taught anymore. Now they want to teach, they don't want to teach kids about their own personal sexuality. They want to teach people about alternate sexualities and i'm perfectly fine if you have an alternate sexuality but there's no reason for you to bring that shit to fucking school now if if a kid asks you about it be portrayed in school like listen do you see a straight guy coming to work Uh, okay of course you do see straight men doing this shit but when you go to work and you're you're doing your job and your, your guy comes up to you and he's like hey man does he sit here and does he tell you graphically, I fucked my wife in the pussy, I made her come three times? No! But a gay guy will come up and tell you that. <laughs> it, it's just leave it the fuck out of the conversation. It's not... Resp- when, a, when a straight guy comes up and says it, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I don't want to hear you. When a gay guy comes up, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I don't want to hear you. When a fucking trans comes up, I don't give a fuck if you got a dick and you got tits. I'm not touching either of them. Live your own life. <laughs> I don't think it's a tell form me. of sexual harassment. I don't want to hear it. It's, it's, I see thing, it as a form a of sexual harassment. Go, it is. It doesn't matter if you're straight, if you're gay, if you're trans, if you're what the fuck. Don't 
talk about it in public. Don't go in parades. It was never meant to be talked about in public. It's not for that. It's like, listen, the things you do with your wife or the things you do with your woman, whatever the fuck it is. Your husband, your ghost. Keep it in the house. It's a sanctuary. It's not supposed to go outside. I don't care if you're gay and you fucking have one eye stands. What the fuck? You're a piece of shit. If you're a woman, you have one eye stand. You're a piece of shit. If you're a guy and you have one eye stand, you're a piece of shit. Hey, repeat, repeat, repeat. Keep it to yourself. It is not public information. It is not general conversation. It's personal valuation. A a, a huge portion of my extremely creative uh, family uh, on my wife's side is uh, is gay, and I'm totally fucking chill with it. I love them. They're great. Their their wives are great. Their their husbands are great. Everything like that. But they are they are the more like kind of conservative. Like they don't all get in your fucking face. And I'm happy. We get along great. We all fucking get along great. We have a great time. I see them no fucking different than if you came to the house and brought your fucking wife. I'm happy to have you. Are you treating that my fucking niece or nephew right? You know, matter. great. The Everyone is happy, matters, and that's all I care about. Are they happy? Are they being taken care right. of? Right. That's, that's it. That's all I give a shit about. Like, I don't want to hear the fucking details. Just like I don't want to hear my fucking sister's details level or my brother's details. It's yeah. the same level. It's the same. I don't want to exactly hear it. It's exactly the same. I don't care what anybody does. family. You're my friend. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to know if who you my have a friend, I don't want to know yeah. who the fuck my gay friend has fucked. I don't give a shit to hear it. I don't give a shit to and hear my straight friend. But his stories are. I don't want to hear somebody, it. If you have somebody that wants to hear that from you at all times, that person's fucked up. They want to, like, if they're asking you about your sexual life every time you come to work, yeah, it's odd to like hear. That, it's not something that comes up. Yeah. That's going to be creepy. If, like, if you come, like, flip it around instead of oversharing, think of it as somebody was coming to you and being like, hey, man. Hey, tell me about this. How's that dictates? Yeah, you want to cuck me yeah. real quick? <laughs> Can I smell it? Like, you know, like, uh, you know what I mean? But if you flip it around, it's fucking weird, right? But, uh, uh, and people think it's perfectly okay to talk about it, but if you flip it the fuck around and start asking about people for that information, it's completely not okay. Crazy. It's not okay. It's not yeah. okay. And I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. If I if I have a if my, my kids have a gay fucking teacher, I don't give a shit. Are they teaching? Are they not pressing? Well their job their, their sexuality norm? has nothing yeah. to do with what my kid is gonna learn. Exactly. The, the, what the if they bring sexuality into the classroom, okay, what the fuck? I don't it think has, you're straight or gay. Like, you don't talk lady, about that. You you're are teaching a, math. You are, you're a fucking math teacher. Yeah, you're Where does the fucking quit? Fit you're, in you're It's got nothing to do with it, even if it's biology teaching. If you're a female biology teacher, male biology teacher, you bring the fucking little model over here. You don't take your own pants off, be like, look at my fucking clip. No, you don't. You bring a model yeah. because you are not to be seen that way. You are not to be thought of as male or female or whatever. You're, you're a, a teacher. Guide. You're, you're a, a teacher. Guide for the kids. You're just you're a guide. That's it. You're just sexless. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't give a fuck. That's how like, they keep that shit at home. It. Keep it wherever. Straight, gay. I don't care. Keep it at home. Educate. Twenty, twenty fucking years ago, your teachers were basically sexless. You'd be like, Mister So and So, Mrs. So and So. 
But did you ever? Well, they were also scared of shit to be gay. No, but did you ever? Which I think think people should be okay with being gay, but you don't need to go into your fourth grade class and let them know. It's not pertinent information. Let them figure it out when they're adults. Yeah, just be gay and shut the fuck up. (laughs) There's nothing. But there's nothing against it. I have no, nothing, nothing against it, but it's just not for public, but, not for the public sphere. Straight gay. It's not for the whatever. It's not children. for the public sphere. Not for the children. The you don't go to a bar and say, "Hey, man, I fucked my wife last night." You don't tell anybody that. Round of beers, everybody. Yeah, hey, round hey. of beers. I got laid. Like everyone's gonna look at you like you're a scumbag if you say that shit. Yeah. So quiet. But it's okay if you do it in school. I don't know why. Fucked. I think it so should this is be why uh, a private thing. That's what you know—the sanctuary of love. You you keep that shit in the house. You don't uh, yeah. straight gay whatever the fuck. Yeah, you keep it in exactly. the house. You don't tell people what you do. Don't share. Between like, you and them. If, if, hey. if you if I'm okay if they had a like a student that was curious, like, hey, I think I might be gay. Can I ask you some questions? That's about perfectly fine. Like oh, gay? hey, that's perfectly yes. fine. That is but way more that idea. Yes, yeah. please. But don't project but broadcasting it things. Don't broadcasting broadcast. things. Yeah. Broadcasting things is not cool. No. All right. So uh, when I take okay. over and become emperor of the fucking world, we are mm-hmm. implementing this. Deal. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Deal. <laughs> Also, teachers get paid shit. Like, yeah, for dude, the amount of that oh they put up God. with. From New God, York. Moving from New York, where teachers made at least $36,000, to the South, where teachers make like twenty-two. Holy fuck. No wonder people are retired down here. They, they make 65 here where I'm at. Well, so. you... God damn it, your inflation and tow taxes and all that other bullshit because you got snow, don't you? No. You got snow. No. There's no goddamn snow here. I work in tank. What do you mean there's no snow and teachers make $65,000 a year? Yeah, there's no snow. It it didn't snow this year at all. Like, I mean, there was like, I think maybe an eighth of an inch of snow for one day, but they shut down the entire goddamn state for that shit. Okay. Well, here they just they just do the uh, the lottery, and if you buy lottery tickets, the school gets money. But if you don't buy lottery tickets, yeah. the school doesn't get any money. Same here in Texas. The, the funny trick Texas. is the company that owns the lottery is China. Uh, here in Texas, the state the the company that owns it is uh, is a Texas based uh, educational school board that owns the lottery and does the does the lottery. So yeah, but wait, 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 wait. This is what I found in North Carolina too. Look up who owns that that board. Keep keep right, going up. up, up, up. Let's do this. We're just live here. How do I hit the OK Google fucking button? I think okay. you just hold Alt and F four. Oh wait, there it is. All right, thank God you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> OK Google, <laughs> who owns the Texas State Lottery? What the fuck showed up? China. 
Okay, I, Google. <laughs> okay, Google. God damn it. <laughs> Who owns the Texas State Lottery? formed via legislation in 1993 to take over management of the lottery from the Texas Controller of Public Accounts. The legislation also gives the commission oversight of charitable bingo games. Yeah, so it moves the duty from the Texas ABC, the, the TABC, to it. So, yeah, it was in 1993. It's still owned by the Texas Comptroller of Public Accounts. Um, and it's still straight to the – it's like Robert G. Riviera – is the chairman, and it does not have any text, any China bullshit. Good, it, good. Yeah, all that money goes like straight to, uh, and then we have also, like you know, we have also taxes that, that that go to it, and everything else. Like our schools are very, very well funded. Like we still do really, really cool field trips and shit. Now, I did not have my boys in regular public school. I. In Texas, we have this thing where there's like, a, like, uh, what do you call it? Like homeschool groups. Yeah. Right. They're fucking cool as shit, and it's what we're gonna do with our daughter. Is it? So you pay a uh, like a quarterly fee, and it, it's not usually very cheap. It's like you know a thousand bucks or whatever. Uh, or and what happens is like, see, I love science. I have a degree in science. I fucking love science. I have a degree in. Uh, medicine and I have a degree in technology. I ate a couple so, of pieces of dog food from a brand called Science. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I will be happy to explain to the intenth billionth degree of biology. You want me to teach you? Uh, you want me to teach like you know the biology class? Great, I'll teach biology. But uh, I will follow the curriculum and I will add to it. So what happens is that you end up uh, having these kids and they go to. They, they go to their class every day, but it's held at different houses. And then they still have, like, extracurricular activity. There's still baseball leagues, football league, all these different leagues. Science classes, music classes, everything you can imagine. Just like regular everyday homeschool, a regular everyday regular school, except that there's a lot more really, really fucking cool, like, uh, field trips. So, like, uh, I was trying to teach the kids, uh, like, harmonics. And so uh, I was like, oh, man, harmonics can be kind of difficult to teach. We are talking about like like on an, uh, like an atomic scale harmonics. So I'm trying to teach all these like fifth graders like harmonics. So we went to fucking NASA and we learned about harmonics in a vacuum because they had these big vacuum chambers that they would fill up with stuff and then shoot sound waves through and you could see them visually. And it just blew the fucking kids' minds. And it was great. It was so much fun. And so the 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 amount of stuff that you can do uh, homeschool in Texas is thousands of times what you could do at homeschool other places. Because see, even if I'm going, you get certificates. Does that make sense? Yeah. So your kid, your kid going to school for like third grade is worth fifty six thousand dollars for the state. So you could take that certificate. And give it to your homeschool, like group. Okay, my kid is now going to be become part of this homeschool group. Here's their sure fifty six thousand dollars certificate for their education for third grade. And now that homeschool group has access to that fifty six thousand dollars 
that your kid brought to them to the homeschool group. Well, if you have, you know, three or 400 kids in that group, my God, the shit that they can fucking do. Like, oh my Lord. Like the fun stuff. Like they went, they went on a, like they were learning about oceanography. And so they went on a deep sea fucking adventure, like a fishing, like, like 200 miles off fucking coast with sonar and learned about how everything moves up. They went off the Yucatan fucking peninsula and found like where the, the, the asteroid impacted and then mapped the topography up off of that modeling clay as a group. Like the fucking cool shit that they did was mind fucking blowing compared to what, like, think about it nowadays. You have your kids sitting in fucking school, sitting in a fucking classroom. Classrooms are dead. Classroom, the entire purpose of a classroom was to teach your child how to sit in a cubicle and work a cubicle job. And the cubicle jobs are fucking dead. They're dead. Like, office buildings are closing down. Everything's going fucking remote. It's all about time management and how do you become a successful individual on your fucking own now without somebody breathing over your fucking neck, right? And that killed the chat. Everybody's like, Make either sense. checking yeah. off I or get it. looking at goat porn. I'm tracking goat porn. <laughs> Are you looking at my screen again? Come on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to get so, like, that happens to me. It's like I get passionate and I go on a fucking rant and everybody's like, uh, you know, okay. I'm like, no, talk, come on, talk to me. But, yeah. <laughs> It's a no, but it's like it's so much cool shit that you can do nowadays with your kid if you get their certificate for it, and then fund extra to go on cool shit. What if you? What if you could? What if you could live in a world where you did the shit with your kid without fucking certificates, and you could just go do shit with your fucking kid? No problem. Wouldn't that be great? If you didn't, I do that shit with Hey man, can I bring my kid to fucking catch a? Fish, so I gotta pay you fifteen dollars for this. My three and a half year old, my, my tiniest, like she's pretty famous, tiniest, uh, tiniest beast. Well, she's the tiniest. Everybody that's been part of this podcast knows tiniest. Tiniest uh, was the board of super preemie. She fit in my hand, right? Like her whole entire body fit in my hand. And uh, y'all have been here for that entire story. He might not know it. Chris might not know it. Anyway, she grew up to be a normal fucking kid, and she's a kick-ass. She's three and a half, and right now she can read up to seven-letter words. And that's just from me teaching her, like teaching her how to read. Like, okay, well, like, look at this. That's a stop sign. It says stop, S-T-O-P. And then I just took, remember back in the day when you were a kid, you are like, Dan, see Dan run. Dan, run, 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 Dan, run. Mm-hmm. Like those stupid fucking books. I just, they, you can't buy those anymore. That's not how they teach run, reading anymore. How they teach reading now is whole word recognition. So they teach wow. reading now. Yeah, they teach reading now is whole word recognition. You know it says run because the shape of the fucking word is run. Not because it's R. You yeah, this isn't in. fucking Aramic. We don't do that. No, but that's how they teach it nowadays. That's how ah. they teach. That's how they teach reading. It's whole word. Well, my, my wife, 
my wife works in London with that like specialized childcare and shit. Yeah. So they don't do this. They don't do any of this. Like their education is totally different than us. We've got all the, you know, Yale and Harvard and all that bullshit, right? So we've got the specialized smart people. But they've got the zero dumb people thing going on that we've really fucked up on. We got a lot of dumb people. Their their children don't get speakers. They don't get cocoa melon on an iPad. They don't get none of that shit. I like when it's a it's different yeah. when you sing to the kid versus yeah. a fucking iPad with cocoa melon. Oh no, we make up been engineered songs. by some sick yeah. fucks to make your kid no, but, like incept some bullshit. Like does that song is well, too goddamn catchy, man. Yeah, well, if catchy. you look at it, if you go, cocoa melon by itself is not that good. If you go no. through it with your kid, it's pretty fucking awesome. So, but, uh, but, but couldn't you have the same experience watching Casper or Tom and Jerry? Yeah, you could totally. Could you just? You, but the problem is, is that it's parental engagement. I work three days a week, and during those three days a week, I work seventy-two hours straight. No, a lot of times, no fucking sleep. I run three seventy-two hours straight. It's hard on my body. It's hard on me. And I come terrible. home on Sundays. I come home on Sundays. And sometimes, man, I, I like my feet are fucking bleeding and I feel like shit. I take a fucking shower and I crash. But then I guess what? I have the next four fucking days off. And you know what I do at that time? I invested in my child. I don't fuck around. What else are you gonna do? Well, I could do a lot Best of shit. Choice. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go do stuff, I take her with me. We go fishing yeah. together. But when, when we're going fishing, I'm showing her how to tie the knot. I'm making her, with her tiny little fucking hands, tie her only knot, her own knot. And she's, I'm praising her when she does it right. I'm holding her little hands. I'm doing the whole nine, nine yards. Like, everybody here, well, every, well, I mean, John has seen me sharing videos of me putting, I call slave labor, where I make her knead bread. Ah. And, like, you know, <laughs> Where I'm like, I call her the tiniest slave because I make all of our bread that we eat here at the house. Uh, I make a lot of our butter. I make everything we, we we eat. And so I have tiniest there, like kneading bread with a little hair tied back and the whole nine yards, a little three-year-old up there just going to fucking town. And she has a big smile on her face. And she's fucking happy as shit. You wonder why? It's because she's doing something with her parents. And it's yep. making her parent happy. And she's doing something. She's not sitting there watching Coco Melon for 14 hours. You can yes. sit there and watch. You can sit there and watch Coco Melon. It's great. But you have to combine the Coco Melon with something else. Use Coco Melon, if you're a parent, to occupy them while you take a fucking shower. Right. While you go fucking that's shit. Yes. While you do yes. something else. That's it. That's it's it. an occupier. Yeah. It's not a, right? I want to text on my phone and let them watch Coco Melon. It's like right. a, a yeah. I've got yeah. I've, I've got several boxes that were hand decorated by Tainus from when they had their business for the yeah. mushrooms and stuff. Well, well yep. she was like a year fucking old at the time, and she's drawing, she's going to town. I made her decorate every fucking box we'd send out from our, our, our mushroom business. And and she would just she loved it. That was her job. Uh, you can't put it in a box until it's been decorated. 
<laughs> and so she'd draw smiley faces and trace her hand and then draw like her hand into a turkey or a giraffe or something. And it was just all like, it, it's all about like doing stuff. Including yeah, spe- your, spending your time. Yep. Yeah. Quality time, it's not just time. time. It's time. Yep. It, it, that's, that's all it is. Being a human is a like, uh, it's like being, it's like a journeyman type thing, right? You I know, it, it, I it's, I don't have any kids, and I kind of get this. I kind of get this yeah. now into my thirties. I'm like, you know, it's it's you can't just be fucking around. You gotta sit there, like you were talking about hobbies earlier. You gotta do shit for yourself. You have to don't occupy your brain. Or, or occupy yourself, or you will go mad. It, it, the, yep. the shit Dude. is the longest thing you will ever know. Is life. Chris, but you you're not. You're, like, not, you're not too old. You're not too old to have kids. No. Me I know. And my, me and my wife oh, worked in fucking each other. You're the prime age to have fucking kids, honestly. Yeah, so I'll be so, fucking 56 by the time they're 18 and getting arrested, and I got to deal with that one. I got, you know, there, and, dude, shit dude. and all this other no, bullshit going it on. It doesn't, it doesn't, no, you think that. But, okay, so let me tell you, let me tell you our experience. We had, I had fucking kids when I was a fucking kid, right? Like 19 fucking years, 17, 18, 19 years old. I had just you, got back from telling me Bosnia. I had just gotten back from Bosnia and I had the boys and I was a single dad forever until I met my fucking wife now. And uh, so uh, we continued together and we raised the boys. Rock and roll. They're off doing their fucking thing. And then we looked at each other and, you know, we were like 38 at the fucking time. And we're like, hey, do you feel old? No. Me either. Hey, you want to try for a girl? And so we tried for a fucking girl. We had tiniest. Let me tell you the difference between being a kid and having a fucking baby and having a being like a 30 plus year old and having a fucking baby is day and fucking night. It is 100% fun. It is fucking fun now. Like, it's, holy you already, you already shit. Know what you were doing, though. You know, it's, it, not just, doing. it's not just knowing what I'm doing. It's the fact of not being paycheck to paycheck and trying to like scrounge oh, for the fucking money yeah. for the food. It, it, it's a matter of it being able to enjoy your child. Like you have a career now, you know what you're fucking doing, right? You have like Thursdays, Fridays off or whatever, yeah, but you've had it off for a couple of years. Everybody fucking knows. And now you have that time where you can play with your kid. And now your brain is mature as an adult. Your, your, your likes are mature as an adult. And so you can go, wow. This is pretty fucking cool. I can watch this kid discover things for the first time ever. Like I remember one of my favorite things was was just my 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 kid discovering that her fucking hands weren't just something to chew on. That she could grab yeah, stuff and move things. it. Like you can yeah. It. It's like watching I was sitting there working with her, like with her little hands, where everything I would give her, she would chew on it. But I, I like, and so I took her little, like, little hands. And I was like, "Look, grab, you know." I'm talking to her, and I'm holding her little hand, and I'm, I have her little hand, little tiny little fucking hands in my hands, and I'm closing them around the little fucking thing, and I'm handing it to the other hand, and I have that little hand grab it, and then hold it, and then hand it back, and it's just like a little teething ring, you know. And she was just a little tiny baby, and it took like I don't know, fucking eight or nine different back and forth, and then I was like, "Okay," and then I let go. And she, like, you know, dropped it and then picks it back up and then hands it off. And it was like, 
spark. Oh. It's like, ha <laughs> They're not just something to chew on. And it was just like this happiness. So like, you know, it's so much more fun. <clears throat> so much more fun. Oh, God. Like, I'm, so not, I'm not in the, the paycheck to paycheck stuck thing. I, I, I left where I lived before because I was stuck in that shit. I was annoyed. So we just got to find you someone to knock up. Okay. No, I, I I'm you. already married, but, but it's just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> if we knock somebody up, we can't go to Paris. We can't go to Croatia. We can't go to... Yeah. That mean. Kids are fucking cheap. They're cheap as They're shit. Not, no, you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the motherfuckers would be born with scoliosis. I gotta deal with this shit. You gotta prepare for the worst. You can't sit over here. You know what the you know what the odds are? The, huh? Dude, the odds are is so little. The odds, are, even... the odds are the odds are three. Yeah. Okay. Three is your three. wife? Is you? You sound white as fuck. Is your wife white as fuck? No. Okay. Your odds are billions to one. Trillions to one. His wife's Somali, I think you said, right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, son. You're not even on the... You didn't even evolve on the same continent. The, imagine, the amount of fucking amazing genetic diversity that are going to be in your kids, you have no chance to carry the double fucking spina bifida gene. I, I don't, it I just don't, yeah, I don't have... There's exist. no GPD in here. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. worried about You're going to have beautiful fucking kids. You're going to have amazing fucking kids. Have shit out of baby, shit out of fucking baby. You're gonna fucking have fun, and I will send you all of my used baby shit. It'll be great. All right, listen. I hope you have it stored because your baby's you you know a little older. So I hope she's got nothing but the best. That that I'm gonna need the brand new. Don't worry about it. I will. I'll send you all my homemade fucking baby books I read, and then they're on fucking PDF. Yeah, I. I I, I have not, uh, Adobe Audition, Adobe the whole Adobe suite. I made my own like baby books. They're all like they're they're they're, they're animated and shit. That's so good to know, dude. <laughs> Screw that, Doctor Spock. We oh, got yeah, baby fear. Book. Yeah, I made all my own baby because nobody you can't find the see Dan Run. run no, they're Dan not. Run it's not the same anymore, is it? No, yeah, so they, I made they, they, I made my own. It, they even banned Doctor Susie. It's crazy. Dude, well, it yeah, costs like, green, green like four fucking beers. Sure. Yeah, it costs like four fucking beers. Like, uh, okay, so it costs me $52 a fucking month to have the whole Adobe suite. Absolutely everything Adobe makes, right? Which I'm cool with because uh, we get this, what we're talking on right now, and then we get everything else. I, I can uh, animate. I can draw a stick figure. Like, and then I can go into Adobe and animate that stick figure to do what I say with my voice. So it's fucking cool as shit, right? So I can go in there and be like, all right, like, Stan is planting sunflowers. And I can give him a little fucking shovel. He starts digging holes and then just drops some fucking seeds in there the next, you know, and, and like, you know, see Stan plant, plant, Stan plant. And so I can make it all like, Sit on her iPad. And so she sits there and we go through the entire thing. What's he doing? He's digging. Yes. What's he doing? He's planting. What are those? Those are seeds. What's that word say? That word says dig. 
And so we go through this entire thing together. And we made all these books and all these stupid little shit. And honestly, I could probably make money off of just the books and shit that I've made her. But you know what I did it for? My daughter. Nobody fuck else. It was cheap. It was easy. It took 15 fucking minutes to make a eight or nine fucking page book. You know, and I will send you all that shit. You have some fucking babies, Trish. You're gonna, you're smart. You need to fucking be breeding. None of these goddamn fucking monkey loving sons of bitches need a baby. Well, give me, give me like twenty thousand a year more than I already got, and I might feel a little comfortable about having it. Done. I will show you how to get it from the government. Well, all right. I'm with it. I was I was expecting it in a fucking bank wire, but if you want to show me how to get it from the government, you're giving me a little chub. What's up? First off, first off, you do not apply for shit. Only your wife applies for shit. Your wife is the correct fucking color and the correct fucking denomination. She will well, get no, uh, no, yeah. not, uh, no. Okay. Maybe. Well, what do you mean no? I don't know. You know when I was. A long, I just don't. Long time I just ago. don't feel lucky. Okay. Don't worry about it, buddy. I'll help you. I got this. <laughs> I got this. I pay a lot of Go. taxes, and all it seems to do is blow up my wife's relatives. It pisses me off. <laughs> Perfect. See, it's gonna work out great. I, I yeah, hope but, so. Like, but having like, okay, you're a smart guy. And, ha- and you seem to be in that point in your life where you're pretty stable. And then having a kid is so much fun. It <laughs> you, is- know, like you seem to be at that point where you're pretty stable. I left the most stable job I've ever had in my life to go and fuck with a startup. And by yeah. Wednesday, I'll know if I'm going to be homeless under a bridge or I'll be really, really rich. It's not. It, yeah. See, that's, that's stability. That's not stability at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other people are too busy doing math or smoking fucking crack or some other bullshit. Comparatively. Dude, dude, it's it's babies are really cheap and they're really easy. They really are. They're dude, really I don't cheap. Know, man. Really it's the ex wife that's expensive. It's like Yes, exactly. Baby yeah. raising a happy baby is extremely cheap and extremely easy. An ex wife or paying child support is expensive. But if your wife is cool and you want to have kids, have some fucking kids. I strongly suggest you do. We are running up against a, uh, what is it called? A uh, a funnel of um, people just not having babies anymore. Do you know why? You know know what this entire Ukrainian war is about, right? You you Russian-Ukrainian war. You know what the entire fucking thing is about? I want to hear because the the pre-context to what you're saying makes me not know what the fuck you're talking about. So tell me what yeah. you think the war is about. The Russia, about yeah, okay. two years ago, had a study done on their population and their population replacement, right? Okay. Like, uh, uh, you mean how... like everybody in Russia is like Kazakh or fucking Tajik or no. whatever? Just on how many fucking babies are born during... Uh, a certain period of time and what the pop what what's called a population index that right okay the population index came out as 0. 0.67 okay you need 1.2 to maintain your population 
and their population index projection went down to 0.43 because people are just not happy having babies in a communist fucking shithole. And then right? they send 400,000 people a month to war. Well, no, here's what happened is that this is the last decade, okay, the last decade that Russia can actually man a war. That's it. This yeah. is the last this is the last decade where they have people of military age able to fight in a war. After this, their median average age goes to 50 fucking years. What the fuck? Yeah, this is it. This is the last 10 years that they can fight a war. This is why China's been so aggressive recently. You know, China's one-person policy has came in. You know what China's fucking... They, you know, uh, I thought they removed that. I thought they no, removed it. it does, they did remove that. But you know what? People don't want to fucking have the kids because it's really, really expensive. Well, it's still bullshit. It. That's why they're not doing it in Japan. They don't have time. They don't have money. No. You know what? China's population, median population index is 0. 0.34. 0. 0.34. Which means that for every six fucking couples, they're having two children. Wow. That's not good. You know what America's at? America is at 0.92. Yeah, we ain't sustaining, but we... No. I don't know. In, We're dying out. Anything, anything that has... Slower than them, it, though. Anything below one... Is almost an exponential type slide, right? So, yeah, I think every country is declining that I know of. Well, yeah, look every, at this. Every country is dealing with Texas, this economic bullshit. Every country is well, dealing in with Texas, bullshit. We all fail to They're closing whole school districts in Texas because they don't have enough kids. Well, dang it, we need to get busy. <laughs> what making it so fucking expensive? Tell me it's cheap uh, over here. But it is. he's like, it is. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to get going here, folks. It's getting a little uh a little late for me. Yeah, it's almost yeah, it's one AM. Yeah. yeah, I know. I could talk about this forever. I was like, "Are you and your wife legally married?" Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes it a little bit more expensive. But uh... <laughs> no, seriously, like if you're not legally, I don't know if you're not legally married, but like you guys claim each other as man and wife. Then what you do is you just knock her up. You have all your kids you want to have, and then after you've had your kids, you get married. But before that, you have the state fucking pay for the ball. No, I know, but I don't. I don't have to do that because yeah. I don't work for American companies. Yeah, I work for, I work for yeah. European companies where they pay for your babies one hundred percent. Nice. There you go, bud. Like it's really I'm knocking quite, them out, man. I want to see nine personnel, several. Yeah, you're a smart guy, man, and you should be having a babies, and you're going to really enjoy it if you do. It's so much fun, right? Like being older and having kids. It's so, dude, I love my daughter. She's on this podcast regularly where she comes up to me and is like, hands me something or says hi. You know, 
when we do our normal Monday FAFOs happen during the daytime. And my daughter's there with her own headphones on, helping me uh, like like uh, work through it all and, and audit, like, you know, and edit and everything like that. Nice. She's right there. Like she's sitting with me going through the whole thing. And she's like, and she's like, oh, right there. No, wait. You know, and she just has a great time. Um, it is so much fun. You don't have to have a little fucking retarded crumb cruncher if you don't want to. People wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if I end up with a retarded little crumb cruncher, what do I do if I don't want it? Love them. I sell it. Off the cliff. Are you but, are you a buyer or <laughs> not you're not going to, dude. Uh, I know, to I know. It. I'm just talking shit. Yeah. You're not going to. Uh the odds do go up over 30 that you're going to have somebody with Down syndrome. But um if, oh. you know, honestly, if I if I had a kid that had functional Down syndrome, I I've met lots of people with functional Down syndrome in my job, and honestly, they're really happy. Not that bad, man. No, they're really fucking happy. I was yeah. like, "Fuck it, dude! Like, we're gonna go you gotta live get on jealous a ranch, a bit, man. Yeah, we're gonna go live on a ranch. If you, all you want to do is grow up and fucking move sheep around a farm, have at it, dude. I'll build you a goddamn sheep farm. Believe you, you know, like, but you're not." You're so genetically unrelated. You're not going to have any sort of problems. But I do strongly suggest that you as a smart person, married to a smart person, have a child that is going to be a smart child and that you will enjoy and teach them things because it is so rewarding and fun. It's fun. God almighty, the first time that your kid catches a fish, it's like you catching a fish all the fuck over. The first yep. time your kid puts her toes in the sand and at the beach, they're like, Tanius does this, does this thing. She's like, Dad, Dad, look, look, Dad, 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 look. And she like, hyperventilates with dads. And I'm like, I see it, girl. Get it. You know, and it's like, she's like, Dad, look, it's soft. It picks up a baby chicken. And she's just so fucking pumped. But she can't. Not scared of the like, chicken, but picking up the chicken. That's good. Yeah, she picks up the little baby chicken. Little bit, the baby chicks are stupid. Their brains are basically. They don't know. They're not going to pack the house. Yeah, no fucking idea. Picks up a little baby, one, one, one day old chick, and, and she's just so overcome with emotions that she starts tearing up. She's like, Dad, look, it's so fun. It's so fun. Dad, it's so, so. Dad, look. You know, you're like, you're like, you're like your eyes start twitching. You're like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> it's just you get remember, to experience their joy with them, and it's fucking amazing. And it's part of being human, and it's the most powerful driving force. It's not just jizzing in somebody and walking the fuck away, but actually raising your fucking offspring. And it's not for you know just continuing your genetics or anything else like that it's experiencing everything how i am <laughs> it's experiencing everything over again it's so much fun ah so much fun so much fun be your kid a fucking lion see what man. happens it's fucking hilarious you, no i know give him a lemon tell him it's a fucking orange yeah have a laugh have him hold on to a spark plug 
No. Hey, uh, no. Put, the, put the screwdriver here, but make sure your fingertips on the metal part, okay? Well, your dad might have had more than one child. So I, you mean yeah, you were, no, I was the first one, so I got to experience all of it. My brothers never got any of it because they warned them. I, I had nine, <laughs> I had nine brothers, so yeah, I, I was expendable. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one that figured out that pissing on an electric fence wasn't so great. You know, it's not good. Right. Well, I was the, I was the baby, so they experimented on all the shit on me. You know, that's all right though. Maybe tougher. God, it's so much fun. Little brain damage, but tougher. Tons of fun with my daughter. I don't know about y'all. Tons of fun. Like tomorrow, we're gonna make uh, cream cheese pancakes. Like, uh, and I'll post the. Well, no, fuck everybody. They can go look it up. (laughs) (laughs) For a small fee, I have his recipe. Everybody, just just go say that. It's a good. It's My link's easier. Pancakes. I use Tiny Link. Yeah, it's the best damn pancakes in the entire world. So I'm gonna make her these big fluffy pancakes, but I'm gonna move the chair over there, and I'm gonna make her tell me when to flip them. Right? So she's just gonna sit there and stare at the pancake. Dad, I see a bubble. Dad, bubbles. Dad, lots of bubbles. Like, are they done? Are they? You know, can you see all the way down inside the hole? No. Dad. How many bubbles? All of them, tiniest. All of them. You know? <laughs> it's so much fun. And then give her the freaking thing and let her try to flip it. She knows what needs to happen. And, you know, and just hold her little hand and help her flip it. And then watch it. She goes, yay! And then just jumps up and down and claps her hands. It's so much fun. Kevin kids is so much fun. That's a happiness, man. That's what I've noticed about being my age and having no kids is that life seems to drone up. There's not much happening. It's like you go to work and then you sit there and you think it's like, man, for the past 10 years, I've gone to work for what? Yeah. There's nothing there. There's nothing that says that you can't take your kid with you to fucking brands. Like there's nothing that says you can't take your kid with you on a kayak trip. I've taken Tanya to insane fucking places, man. Like Tommy, oh, yeah, it's just kid. like the general fear where your kid's gonna be a pain in the dick. No, okay, they're gonna be a pain in the dick if you give them nothing to experience life through besides electronic devices. Okay, so Tanyas gets electronic devices. She has a tablet. She has a like like an old iPhone that she can watch, you know, like YouTube and shit on. But you know what happens when I'm like, "Hey, Tanyas, hey girl, let's go do something." She gets fucking excited getting out of the house, making it fun. It's not a negative activity. It's a fun activity. Like, I don't, I don't, I also don't punish her for doing stupid shit. If she wants to get down there and take her like flower covered hands and put a thousand handprints on the fridge, not my problem. I don't clean the fridge. That's my wife's deal. Right? Get it, girl. You <laughs> draw on that bitch. You know? But also at the same time, it's fucking funny watching her do it. It's like watching a caveman paint. Um, what's the worst thing that happens is you spray a little Windex and wipe it off. Like, don't get mad. There's no reason to get mad. If she spills some shit, I have a fat-ass old rat terrier who will be happy to eat some goddamn pancake mix off a fucking floor. Right? If she spilled something. Who cares? Like, 
But it's not the end of the world. At this point in your life, you've experienced a lot of bad things, a lot of great things. But the best thing that you can experience is a mini you experiencing life for the first time ever. It's mind-blowing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like your kid, taking my kid to the first time I ever took her to a saltwater aquarium store. And it wasn't like we didn't go to SeaWorld, bitch. No, we just went to a saltwater aquarium. And she was like, holy fuck, Nemo. You know, and she was just so excited, right? She couldn't even stand up like in the cart without holding on to the side yet. And she was just like, like, ah, just like so excited. She had to look like, you know, they let up. They had a petting like area where you could pet like uh like the 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 different rocks that were like non harmful and I let her run her hands through the like a sea anemone and it was just mind fucking I had to grab her hand so she didn't put her mouth afterwards right because like everything has to go immediately in the mouth but like yeah. she was just like wow that's fucking amazing but the fun stuff I've done with her and the stupid things I've done with her. She's three and a half, and I still make her, for my own entertainment, walk upside down on the fucking ceiling. Make spider tiny, spider tiny, does whatever a spider tiny does. You know, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. whatever. But she's gotten to the point where she can retrieve a beer, which is super useful. Like, go get me a blue one. You know, she'll go get you a fucking bonnet. It's great. (laughs) But having kids is just it's fantastic it's not just about completing whatever genetic prophecy you have built into you you're smart enough to be able to rise above that you're smart enough to be able to experience what it is to pass on your mistakes your knowledge and your know-how to the next generation and make that generation better and smarter and faster than you and it is very 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 fun. Nice. And that's that's all I have to say for this rant. <laughs> <laughs> there goes our first uh, Fafo fuck around and uh, find out podcast storytelling stuff. I didn't mean to make it so deep there at the end. Uh, but if you're a smart person, you don't have children, have fucking children. If you're a dumb person and you have children, apologize to goddamn Gaia. <laughs> God, the world, and everything else. Also, consider possibly running your testicles through a fucking shredding machine. Well, uh, but I uh, I wanted to say if if you're a smart person that that uh, you know he thinks you're a smart person, but you're actually a dumb person. You do have kids, and then they end up being dumb kids. You should still run your nuts through a shredding machine. Yeah, <laughs> don't think you're exempt. Yeah, so are, shredding nuts. Yeah. yeah, if for some reason you have spit. Uh, too much time with your testicles inside of a microwave oven and you are shitting out some kids with like three eyes who are like, the strawberries taste like snozberry. <laughs> you know? You yeah. should probably hey, you know, take that time and shred your own personal testicles. Yeah. If you're the kind of guy who's ever dipped your nuts into mustard to see if it makes you salivate, don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> what if I already did? I do have kids. (laughs) 
But normally, normally what we do is we 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 go around and everybody says something nice. Uh, I don't know if y'all want to do that, uh, but uh, that's a normal Fafo thing. This is a college show, so it's not really the same. But uh, if you want to say something nice, uh, have at it. Well, I'm happy to be here today. It was a nice experience. I enjoyed the entire thing. It's good to hear the stuff that you're talking about. It makes me more confident in the childbearing episodes of life. I will send you every fucking baby shit that we have. I will big boxes. I don't want your baby's feces, but if you could clarify (laughs) what you mean, we could work. I'll be the crazy Texas uncle. I'll sponsor your kid. I'll send him the baby fucking stuff. I've got Five different car seats here. I will put in a box and send you. Like you're gonna put all five car seats in a box at the same fucking time. One is a one to two month. The other one's a two to four month, and the other one's a four to eight month. They're all in the same fit box. in a big box. Yeah, <laughs> not my problem. Out of my fucking shed into yours. Right. <laughs> And I'd like to say, since this is a call-in show, we'll talk about telephones. Think about somebody that you normally send a text to, and maybe, maybe just give them an old-fashioned phone call. I bet you they'd appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like reach out to a long-lost friend or someone you haven't talked to in a while. Check in, you know, see how someone's doing you haven't talked to in a while. Exactly. From me, your family is who you choose to be part of the life of. It's not who you've actually genetically related to. Your family could be on my end. Yeah. Your family could be friends, friends. You just met. Like, I love this fucking asshole, Chris, and I'm going to send him a bunch of baby shit. Just so he shits out a baby. I appreciate the fact that I'm an asshole and I'm bleached. Yes. So I don't have to, I don't have to send, uh, have that stuff guiltily in storage anymore. I can just send it to somebody. So <laughs> it's like I can rid myself of a bill. Capitalism. We're both Americans. There so you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome so, sauce. Who you decide is your family is up to you. Nobody can tell you their family or force family upon you. Family is a personal choice. And it's flexible. Sometimes it changes. Sometimes it expands. But enjoy it in any form it comes. And hold on to your tribe and be nice to your tribe. Whether you've found your tribe now or you're looking for your tribe later, you will eventually find people with a like personality that you can get along with. And that's all I have to say, guys. Thank you for coming on the Fuck Around and Find Out podcast. This was our first call-in show. It took a lot of weird turns, little weird twists, but uh, it was a lot of fun, man. We really got to meet a lot of fun people and hear a lot of fun stories. We didn't really cover a lot of mycology, but I don't think man, we covered fuck around and find out. I think we looked at it. You fuck around and you end up finding out, you know? We love our listeners. And uh, as it stands right now, guys, we have a whole bunch of listeners coming to us out of Australia. Love you guys. You're making up almost almost 6% of our total freaking listeners are coming out of Good Australia. Good day, mate. Um, yeah. So totally happy to have you. 
out of Thailand. Thailand just secured the 4.5% rate of listeners coming out of Thailand. I don't know how to say great damn Thailand language, but I'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) Europe, you guys are doing kick ass. Uh, Germany is just ever so slightly behind the Dutch who uh, grow a, a tulip growing Dutch. Are oh, come on, man. Landmass, Germany. Come on, Land Germany. Mass. Step it up. Just by a Dutch couple. Beat you? Come on. Just by a couple. Dutch by a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Where <laughs> people are beating you? Come on. There are 203 listeners out of France right now. And I'd like to tell you all, kick ass. I don't know how to say kick ass in France. Just be like your feet. There you go. He's up by, you know, Kurdistan. So I, 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 I said I'm a girl, but they, it's, it's <laughs> cool. they'll figure it out. Like, I, am <laughs> <laughs> I am the machine. <laughs> <laughs> we love our listeners and we cherish you guys. We appreciate you listening to us every time that we get on here and mumble some shit into a fucking microphone. Uh, we love our guests. Chris, thanks for coming on, man. You've been great. Uh, it's our first time me. doing this, and we really appreciate you coming on and being a good sport. Uh, everybody that's been involved in this total shit show has been fantastic. Thank you, guys. Love you, and we'll see you in the chat. Bye-bye. See ya. Yeah. All right.